0: Hey everyone, Santos here. Here's our uh, semi-new episode, but not really because we're actually going back to the future. Yeah. So you guys can hear our, our special, what we did for the 30th anniversary of the release of Back to the Future. I compiled an episode with a lot of stuff. Actually, there's going to be a detailed intro that I'm, I'm not taking out from the original episode so you can hear. But I thought with it being, you know, today, uh, October 21st, you know, even though it's 2018, I thought, you know what? What if I repost that episode so it would be our tribute since it's Back to the Future day? I thought I'd, you know, share this episode once again because sometimes, you know, people don't travel all the way way back there's a lot of new listeners so it would be great for them to you know Hear this this episode, also get like an idea of how the show, you know, how much it's changed since then. Because back when, you know, I know you're going to hear a voice that you no longer hear. And that's Renata, who was one of the original hosts from the show. So, yeah. So, I thought I would do this, especially since, you know, my love of Back to the Future. It's where everything came from. The name for the show. You know, why we started doing 80s. Everything, you know, and my intro and outro with the whole Back to the Future. So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So, this is our tribute episode for back to the future day so i hope you guys enjoy it and don't forget to make sure to like follow subscribe everything with the show go on instagram let let the new crew know how they're doing uh make sure you rate us on itunes to help build the show so there you have it oh and song of the week is going to stay the same like i'm telling you it's the whole original episode so i hope you guys enjoy it and here you go ladies and gentlemen it's our special back to the future episode on back to the future day so there you have it ladies and gentlemen enjoy Hey everyone, sent here with a special 88 miles per hour podcast special. Uh, I should have said that the other way around <laughs> or here with a, episode of, well, you know what the hell I'm talking about. But anyways, today is a very exciting special episode. It's kind of a flashback episode or more of a back to the pat. Well, it would make more, I don't know. But y- you know where I'm going with this. This is the uh, extremely special episode, though, since we've already done it, that's why we're seeing it as a classic or flashback episode, because today... As you download this episode, if you're downloading this episode today on July 20, I mean, July twenty fifth. what the hell am I saying? On July 3rd. So if you download it any other day, then forget it. It doesn't plan out. But if, if it's right now, July 3rd, and you're downloading this episode, and it's uh, 2015, because it could be 2016 or 2018, and you could be downloading it on July 3rd. But anyways, if you're downloading it today in 2015 of July 3rd, you're actually Uh, listening to the anniversary tribute episode of Back to the Future because exactly today, 30 years ago, Back to the Future was released and that is our, well well for me it's my favorite 80s film of all time, second film of all time and me and Renata uh, love this movie. We actually did this episode, it was our third episode that we did so at that point, I felt like, oh, it's like, you know, what can we do? And I know some people are doing like uh, tribute episodes. Our buddies at, um, what you call it, Hydrate Level Four are kind of doing a tribute episode about it, like talking about the film and everything. But I felt like, well, we've talked about plenty. So what could we say, you know, ag- again without repeating ourselves? um And that's why it's like, and also, too, um, you know, based on what today is. Renata, she's out in Disney World with her family, and Max, you know, he's out with his family and stuff too, so it's kind of like, what, I'm I'm just gonna talk about it. So I figured, you know, best way to do it is I would re-upload or add our Back to the Future episode that we did back when... It was actually uploaded January 22nd of 2014. That was episode three, and we did Back to the Future. So I thought, you know what? What if I do something a little extra special? So I actually gave you um, all the times that we talked about Back to the Future throughout our time doing 88 Miles Per Hour podcast. So I actually gave you snippets from episode 17, 18, 24, 28 episode 36 and i was gonna give you uh when we talked about part two but i'm like nah you know what this is strictly part one even though there are moments where we talk about part two but yeah so this whole episode is every everything that has ever been brought up about back to the future so you'll you'll hear stuff from the very beginning when it's just me and Renata even at a point where Max jumps in but then after all the little tidbits like the little uh, clips we go into back to the future and we talk about back to the future so that's why i said this is our tri- our special tribute episode of back to the future our 30th anniversary tribute episode so as as i said we we love this film we named our podcast After, you know, a line, a quote from the original film, you know, 88 miles per hour podcast, you know, it it, it comes from our love from Back to the Future, aside from our love from 80s, but it, it... it all stems from this film. And again, I'm a huge fan of this movie. It's my second favorite film of all time. You know, top 80s film of all time. It's just, it's a great film. Though, when you listen to this episode, you hear how much uh, <laughs> issues we have with this movie. and It's all for, you know, comedy. But at, at the same time, you know, logically speaking, you, you'll probably agree with a lot of it. But again, you know, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook you know 88 miles per hour podcast uh 88 miles per hour pod on twitter you know we're 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 everywhere on social media and we're also we have android for those of you who are on apple and then we have itunes so yeah so check us out and download us and you know me saying hi for renata and max that they couldn't you know record this little part with me but hopefully you guys enjoy our awesome tribute to back to the future Episode 17, Popeye. Uploaded May 19th, 2014. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so before we get into the movie, um, I, I honestly, I want to talk about something because earlier I was like, alright, you know, I did laundry and stuff. I'm like, you know, I got. let me just hang my clothes. So, I don't know if you do this... Um, fans or, you know, talking to Renata right now, I don't know if you do this, but do you ever have just, like, the TV on? Like, you try to find, like, you're not even going to be watching the, the movie, but if you're going to be, like, say, cleaning your room or something, you try to find something on the TV, like, you would l- watch if you were sitting down watching. Because I did that. Like, I'm like, I need to find something.
1: Yeah, I, I've done that to- before because I feel like that it'll distract me from the just the pain of just doing laundry in silence. Yeah. So if, I, if something distracts me, like laundry, like if my mom tells me Renata do the laundry, I'd be like, okay, I will literally search through the channels until I find something that I will seriously like to enjoy watching. Like, okay,
0: right on. So so the point of that being was that um, I was like, all right, I got to hang all my stuff and everything. And like, you know, plus I wanted just to fix up my room in general. So as I was like fixing everything up, I, I just put on the TV, and and right then and there, they were showing... It was towards the tail end of that remake of Lost in Space, and I, I don't know why. I started watching it. Um, <laughs> and then the movie had ended, so I'm like, all right, I can continue hanging my clothes if the movie's over. So I, I found... I'm like, hey, they're showing Back to the Future. So I was watching Back to the Future, right? And here's one thing. When, when you listen to people talk about Back to the Future, you could go on websites and people talk about Back to the Future. There's one thing I have yet to ever hear anybody talk about. And I want to bring this up before somebody beats me to it or crack.com beats me to it because those bastards tend to sometimes beat me to stuff when I haven't even got the opportunity to talk about it and then I don't want people thinking, oh, you stole that from crack. I'm like, we all think alike if you're just a nerd like this. But here's the thing. Okay, so what happens after... Marty, you know, causes, you know, George McFly to go and freaking beat up Biff and then, you know, they he travels back to 1985. What happens to the new house? What what happens? Renata?
1: It he just becomes more successful. Like the house outside doesn't change, but inside it's just like all new furniture practically and they're like rich.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now here here's here's my question. So When you look at the brother and the sister, you can tell the brother's successful because he's like, what are you wearing? He's like, I always wear a suit to the office. So you could tell, obviously, he's successful. That's what they're trying to represent because he has a suit. He goes to the office. So he's successful. You look at the sister. Again, she doesn't look all like cheesy or whatever, like typical 80s. Even she's dressed up all nice. You see George McFly, you know, and Lorraine McFly, again, all dressed up. They look. Everybody looks nice. They're, they're trying to show you that they're freaking, you know, they're they're financially... Sta- like, they're rich in a sense. You know, they're living well off. Even the inside is all nice compared to earlier. Now, if the future changed and everybody changed, the way they dress even, the way they look, like, everything's changed. Why did the photograph stay the same?
1: I guess... The fact that, like, because the, the whole main part was, like, are they existing or are they non existent
0: Yeah, like- but seeing the thing is, is that that means if that photograph exists, that means that it would also change. That photograph oh God, in the like, future like, would change
1: or like you know, like or that photo would have never existed, like meaning like you know, if they never took that picture or the well no,
0: no no, 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 like it shows that that photo was still taken, but the brother and sister, I believe wouldn't be dressed like dorks
1: that's what I just said, I just said they wouldn't be dressed like that they would be dressed in nice clothes,
0: oh, okay, okay, sorry, I didn't hear that it's because you know, I'm just gonna put the earphone on so I can hear you clearly. Okay, but but yeah, like that's the one thing I was just like, what the hell? I I, I never thought of that before. But I was just like, yeah, wouldn't they look different cuz when you look at the brother, he has his high shorts and he's like waving like, "Hi mom," style like he looks like a huge dork. The sister has class of 1980. 5 or 82. I don't know what year she graduated in, um, but it's 80-something. I
1: think 84.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah, and you look at them, and then and, and, and you see Marty. So they all, like, represent what they were before he traveled back in time. So the moment that George freaking kissed Lorraine, and everybody reappears, the sister and the brother should have reappeared as something completely different because their lifestyles are so different now, they wouldn't look like that.
1: Well, I they, I guess they wanted to show, like, because if they were to do that, then then Marty would have been like, well, this looks wrong, you
0: Yeah, know? and also, well, I-, I mean, I get it. You're right. You're right. I, I agree with you. As
1: a- it it would have been a whole other problem with Doc, and he would be like, Doc, you know, they came back, but why do they look this way? Why do they look different? Or maybe it was a day off, maybe they could just, like, make, maybe they could make something up and be, like, you know, oh, it was probably on their day off when, you know, he wasn't at the wall first and he was just, like, dressed. Maybe that's how the brother dresses regularly. Well, maybe.
0: I know what it is. Honestly, I know what it is. It's it's the surprise factor. That's what it is. Because yeah. they, the, as, as, like, the writer and, like, the filmmaker and all that in that movie, what they're thinking is, like, if we show this now... It's going to give away that surprise when he walks out to the living room and you have that comedic effect where he walks past the living room all half awake. And then he goes back like, what the hell? And then he sees everybody's like, what the hell is this? He's like, it's breakfast, you know? So that's the joke. That's the joke right there. So if we saw that image... As them looking like more professional, dressed differently, it would obviously give us an idea like, okay, something's different, you know. So I get what they were doing, but I want to nitpick and talk about the movie. <laughs> so in reality, they should have changed. The picture should have changed. If the if the if we're trying to stay true to the way everything plays out, the picture would have changed. So that that's one thing I have yet to hear anybody talk about or rant about, and that's the first time. That like I, I felt like I better be the first, you know. Like I, I mean, call dibs. yeah, I, I called dibs. But seriously, I I have. I mean, fans. Have you? You've heard it. You've heard all about like you know george mcfly and like how like oh you know marty like you know wouldn't it be weird that marty looks exactly like his parent like the guy that they met and you know you know stuff like that you've heard that that argument and you've i mean there's so many we've even talked about it where like you know it's like when the car doesn't even start at the time it's supposed to so it kind of drag like there's so many things about it but honestly it's like but first that's-
1: of all why would he give his real name that's what i don't understand like he's like so you know some people call me marty you know, like, you know, like, and why is he going to use his real name? You
0: yeah. Know? And then and name their kid Marty and then later on grow up to looking. Because, all right, Renata, you're, I mean, you're out of high school already, but I can guarantee you there's probably some people that you met in high school that you don't talk to anymore. But if you saw them again, you'd be like, oh, I remember you from high school. Yeah. You're not going to forget what they look like. Even me, I'm 32 years old. If I see somebody from high school, and in which I have... I'd be like, oh, I remember them from high school. I know who they are. So, like, in the future, if you're, you're going to see someone, you're going to be like, holy hell, my kid looks exactly like that guy. And I'm going to be like, Lorraine, what the f-? <laughs> You know?
1: Like, I mean, do you see? That's what I don't understand. Or maybe, or because maybe, they never mention, like, you know, Calvin Klein, a.k.a. Marty, you know. Yeah. Their words. Yeah. And at you the know, same time,
0: aren't they going to question, like, whatever happened to that guy? Where did he go?
1: Or maybe, or maybe, or maybe, like, their memory just got lost. You know, like, you maybe you could think like that, or maybe, like, they... I don't know, because I'm trying to, like, save the movie from becoming, like, you know, like, why would they why would they do that?
0: There, there's a lot of plot holes. I mean, come on, the most famous number one plot hole in that whole damn entire movie is... Is the freaking terrorist? I brought it up already. I brought it up. I don't even know if it was the last episode. Um, no, we it brought it up in part two. Part two.
2: two. You brought yeah.
0: Up part two. The, the terrorist. They flipped their car. That's it. They didn't die. So what happened there? You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were probably still alive.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's one. So the, the honestly, the picture uh, again. I mean, freaking. Who knows? It bother, I mean, it bothers me, but I never, I never really put that together. I was like, because I think the brother has a Mickey Mouse shirt, and then the sister has her 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 graduation shirt,
1: class of nineteen eighty
0: four. Yeah, and they're so successful, so they're not going to look like dorks. They're they're showing us in the future they dress better. That's what they're telling us. In order to, if you're successful, that means you dress better. And earlier, there he's in this freaking uh, Burger King uniform. She's dressed all typical eighties. You know, the mom Super looks. Hecky.
2: Hell.
0: so yeah so again that picture should be completely different but yeah so that's all I want to say about-
1: Burger King uniform. huh I didn't know sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: Renata yelling in everybody
1: sorry folks I didn't know it was a Burger King uniform
0: it was I don't know if it was Burger King or McDonald's I, I, was I
1: McDonald's because it was like red and it had like a yellow cap on
0: probably I don't know I just like when he's like, I got to go. I'm going to be late. And she's like,
1: give give your mother a
0: kiss. He's like, oh, come on, mom.
1: (laughs) Even watch your mouth. Give your mother a kiss before you leave. Come on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there you go.
1: (laughs) That was so stupid. Grandpa hit him with the car.
0: I always like that part. Right. It
1: was meant to be. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. And then that's when he says, that was so stupid. (laughs) Grandpa hit him with the car. And every time
1: I, I always. Them to the fish under the sea dance. No, it was the enchantment under the sea dance.
0: I just love how they're like they're filling us in with like you know the the information Marty's gonna need. So that's why she has to retell the story, but make it seem so nonchalant, so that Marty can hear this, so he can later on use this in the movie, so that it, it explains why Marty knows all of this and why it's so fresh in his mind. Because the mother had to explain this once again, but I, I still love. Of George, because I know you brought it up in the Back to the Future episode, the one like I think episode two. But every time I hear, you know, and he's watching and he laughs, he's like, ha, 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 or however, however, how does he do it? Ah, ah, yeah, there ah. you go.
1: You see, they laughs like they count, like from Sesame Street. Like, I don't know. <laughs> No, but you know what? I really wish the scene that they kept in, and what? I like because I've sold all the deleted scenes from Back to the Future. Yeah. And because I have like the special edition
0: and everything. Like oh that. wow! Watch out, Miss McFly oh, uh, over here. The little <laughs> hey, Peter okay, McFly. probably
1: every geek in America probably has that edition. Yeah, that's true. Everyone knows that edition I'm talking about, like that real shiny, like blue edition with like all three. Okay. Anyway, um, so there's the one scene, like, well, this is a normal scene in the movie where like George, when they're at the, t- the dinner table, and then George pulls all the peanut riddle and it just like falls all over the place. He's like, don't worry, Marty, you know, just leave all those headaches and he's just chewing on them and he's trying to like, eating all that peanut riddle and he's trying to give it to Marty and he's like, shaking his head like, no thanks. I really wish they would put the scene of like, the Girl Scout girl, like, you know, at the door and the, the father's like, hey, McFly, you know, um, my daughter's selling peanut riddle, this and that. And remember, like, he's like, oh, I don't know. And then he buys like, all the rest of the boxes. You know what I'm
0: talking about? Holy crap. You know what? I don't remember that scene. I mean, I haven't seen that special edition in a while. Like, I mean, I have them, but I haven't watched the deleted scenes in, like, it's probably been, like, maybe three or four years since I've actually watched those scenes again. So, I don't even remember that scene. So, there's what? There's a Girl Scout?
1: Okay. So... The other, uh, I guess the doorbell rings or something, and, and George and Marty were up. They go to the door, and the and I guess the neighbors like he's like Yo McFly. He's like, oh, my daughter is selling, um, you know, peanut brittle. You know, are you gonna buy a box or whatever? And he's like, oh, I don't know, like or something like that. Like, you know, like being old George McFly. and yeah. She's and then he's like, oh, you know, McFly. If you don't like buy the rest of these boxes, you know, my daughter's not going to be in the jamboree or something like that. So he's like, all right, you. here you go. Hold on. And,
3: no, I you know, relax,
1: relax.
3: Uh,
1: I forget. Hold I on, hold on. What? Why
3: is he? Uh, son, I, I know it's hard for you to understand, um, but the fact is, I'm just, I'm not a fighter. <sighs> Try it once, okay? For me, just say no. Um.
2: Oh. No. Hey McFly, my kid here is selling peanut brittle for a team. It's $5 a box. I put you down for a case, okay? Um.
3: Okay. Great. It's out in the car. I'll go get it. See, I only told you. we
0: only have to go to one house. See, we only have to go to one house? <laughs> Yeah, I really <laughs> I forgot about that, man. I have not seen that scene in forever. Oh, my gosh. Ah, uh, dude, that's... I mean, that... Oh, man. I mean, you're right. They. Uh, why... Okay, continue going as to why they should have left it in.
1: Yeah, because it makes... I mean, like like it was a, it would have been a really funny scene if like they showed that part and then like they showed the peanut bro just falling all over the place and he's just like eating it like right then and there
2: mm-hmm.
1: because like I was like why are they showing that like it makes like because it wouldn't be as funny as if they would have kept that scene in
0: I liked it. I liked it because like it really shows how how much of a loser Dweeb his father is. Like it adds even way more because it, in in the other part it like without that scene, it only shows that he's he's a pushover with with Biff only. It's just Biff. But with this, it shows that his life is just like this, that anybody can push it over. Because when you travel back in time, you see others messing with him, not just Biff. You see, you know, they put the the, the thing on his back, you know, and they say, like, you know, kick me. In which I still don't understand why the principal would not be like, hey, you're, you know, this sucks. These these people are messing with you. Let me remove this sign off of you. It's not his fault. Yet he... (laughs) I know you only defend to, that thing
1: I know but he's no I'm not defending it it's, just, it's an old it, like I just noticed because my grandparents talk about this like all the time like they really looked at them as like men like it was like shameful for you to get picked on you know, like, they would never be like, you know, oh, leave him alone, this and that. Like, you're a slacker. You're not going to do anything about it. You're just going to let people, like, just take over you, like, this and that. Like, you know, just, you know, just step all over you.
0: So, so th- it's more as a man going up to him as another man being like, it's, it's what are you doing? Up, yeah, like-
1: yeah. Remember Strickland says that? He's like, shape up, man. And then he says, you're a slacker. You want to be a slacker for the rest of your life? And he shows him the sign and he just crumbles it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I guess so. I mean, it i mean, it still bothers me because he—it seems like he gets mad at him for it, you know. But I—I I get it. I—I I totally understand that. But at the same time, you see him being picked on by everybody. That he's just a loser. Even right before he kisses Lorraine, another guy steps in and he goes. It's the same Be-. one. Yeah, he's a beat it, McFly. And then he... And he, flat, he, I'm cutting in. Yeah, and then he pushes him off tough, and he falls to the floor, and he kisses Lorraine, and, you know... Doon, dun, 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 and he stands up like the whole, earth angel, earth angel, you know? But yeah. why not show us that in, in, in when he's currently in the future, in the beginning? That's why, like, I think that scene, you're correct, they should have left that scene in because it would have shown how much... He has not changed from his past, and then also it's kind of funny. Like it's it's a funny scene where the guy just doesn't even knock. He just opens the door and be like, "Hey, yo, McFly," you know. He's like, he, uh, "He's like, I put you down for a box." And he's like, "Okay." He's like, "All right." And then he he leaves like, "See, we only had to do one house." Like right away, like he knows it's like, dude, this is how much a loser McFly is. You know, come on, uh, daughter, we're going to go, you know, freaking sell this. Don't worry. We'll just go next door. And that was it. So, yeah, yeah they should have left that scene in. Um, and also, too, it's like it's so cheesy that right away, like, he beats up Biff and everybody's like, hey, McFly, you ever think you're running for class president? Like, <laughs> so I mean, I love this movie, but it's some stuff that's just so stupid. Like, really? Like, you're gonna run for class president? Like, hey, McFly! Like, they say all these stupid stuff. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I, it, it just, I'm watching.
1: he became the big man on campus. Yeah, like, right you know? at that
0: moment. Like, really? Like, just because he punched a man? Like, alright, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know what I don't understand, too? Is, like, just by one punch, Biff, you're gonna be, you're gonna, like, alright. I mean I can understand like showing respect towards McFly, like, you know, I'm never gonna bother you again, but being afraid of him, I don't understand. Yeah, underst- yeah you're know right. What I mean?
0: Why don't he go why why wouldn't he go back and be like if eh, there's McFly and he gets himself a shank and just like bah, 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 you know, like a you know, a prison <laughs> like a prison shank like right there, like one day during lunch, you know, McFly sitting down and Biff just shows up and just stabs him like five times on it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and he hands
0: it off to you know 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I honestly love that character. Like no one gives that guy respect.
0: Oh I mean, man, like, that would have been 3D. right there. We would have respected the man because he 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 got right there. He he took the knife from him and walks away. up and back like, hey, dog
1: McFly, this is what you get. This is for Biff. Caca. it hey, spooked. This don't concern
0: you. <laughs> oh man, see that that's you're right. Why would Biff? Why would it make him scared? Because he got punched? I feel like he would have retaliated. He'd be like, F this. Like, one punch? All right, you got lucky, McFly. Now, you and me right now. Boom.
1: But I I wouldn't say that because Biff wasn't a greaser. He was, because greasers were, I think, the only ones back in the 50s that used weapons. Um, He was more, I guess he was more physical. But I mean, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, he would just be like, I respect you for standing up for yourself. You know, I'm gonna leave you alone. You know what I mean? Like now, some bullies are in movies. Like they're like, or they'll shake hands and they'll just be like, you know. Yeah.
0: Like, like sweetness, right? And roll bounce.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Sweetness. Yeah.
0: What happens at the end of the movie when they're roller skating and then what's his name? Uh, The you know little bow wow. He falls. So, yeah, Xavier falls. Yeah, he falls. Xavier. Yeah, he falls. And sweetness. Instead, he's like, he re- gives him respect. He no longer like is like, oh, you're you're just like you're low life, you're trash, you're from the other side of the city. You guys are poor. He's like, all right, you know what? I respect you now because you know you proved yourself. And the other guys kind of start laughing and they shush him. But like, I I, I picture that happening more. Like Biff should have exactly. been
1: like, yeah.
0: Instead of freaking just like being afraid of him by one time.
1: don't con me. I'm sorry, so but I was just like putting the second coat on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fucking like hand on the sh- on the on the hip. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, like in his like tracksuit. <laughs> see, and that's you know he's in a tracksuit. Why is he in a tracksuit? Because he, during hit that see that that it goes to show that is the is is right there. During his free time, he waxes cars, but his day job, he's a P.E. teacher. And that goes right away back to Freaks and Geeks. So that means... No Yeah, oh you see God. there's a I connection there. <laughs> that. That's why he's in a tracksuit, because he's a P.E. teacher. So during his off days, when so to make extra money, he waxes cars. So he never left that high school, in which they changed the high school name, and now that's where all the kids from Freaks and Geeks go.
1: You know, honestly, I would, like, I would totally date Biff. Like, I mean. What? I would Wait, definitely. okay.
0: What, what Biff? The, hey, this ain't no peep show Biff. Or would you be the, he's like, oh, hey, Marty, hey, your box came in the mail. Which Which Biff are you talking about?
1: Definitely, like, young Biff. Wait, so you would want the rapey Biff? No, I don't want the like. I don't want like like his. But that's what he was. He was all rapey. Come on, he was like. No no no, 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 no. Like, I just think he's cute. I would, I like.
0: Yeah, but you you see his personality. He's an a hole. He's always. I mean, in part two, he tries to lift up Lorraine's skirt. I, you know?
1: I would. I would change him.
0: Really? That's he. That's wrong with you, stupid girls. I mean, I'm sorry. I
1: just said that.
0: So, any females these listening? Females, wow. No, 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 no. Any females listening? I'm not saying all you girls are stupid, but there's hey, this is not. this is the thing. Girls get into the horrible relationships. Why? Because they see a guy, and he could be an a hole, a huge jerk, or whatever, and they're like. I I can change him. So it becomes a science project. So they end up dating the guy, thinking they could change the guy. And they end up falling in love with him. So the guy is still an a-hole, treats her bad, probably cheats on him or beats her. But in her mind, she still has that. But I can change him. So it's like, there you go. You're that. It's like, oh, I can change him. What if he doesn't change? And what if he's all like rapey with you because you won't give it up?
1: I like bad boys. Oh,
0: my gosh. Does your father know this? So you're saying your boyfriend's a bad boy then?
1: No, he's the complete opposite.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So your dad will be proud once he listens to this episode.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like I have to, Dad. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> All right, where are we at on time? Oh, okay, perfect. Do you know, that's perfect. Uh, that was a cool little little look. Back. I mean, people... I. I I have no issues talking about Back to the Future every because I guarantee you our fans have no issues when we talk about it. But like I said, we brought up something new, so it's not a rehash. So like I said, if you it, fans, before we talk about the movie that we're going to bring up, I I mean, some of you actually do write us, but I want to know. Did you ever question that about the photo? Or is this something that really brought your attention? Debate me. Either one, like, either you agree with me and be like, yeah, I never thought of that. Or do you have a, a, an an exact reason to be like, no, no, no. It makes sense for them to still be wearing the same clothes. Like, what do you think? If, if you know, respond to us on Instagram. You know, we're at 88 MPH podcast or email us completely written out. 88 miles per hour podcast at com, or our Facebook. Okay. So there you go. All right. Episode eighteenth, Adventures in Babysitting. Uploaded June second, twenty fourteen.
1: Okay, my first and only shout-out has to go to Ollie Oxenfree. And she's an Instagram follower, and she sent us like a ton, a ton of pictures that she tagged us in. Mm-hmm. And it was about like she visited all the sites in of the Back to the Future movie, like George McFly's house, Lorraine McFly's house, Marty McFly's house in 1985 um her boyfriend r- showing a video of, of him running down the hill <laughs> <laughs> yeah the <laughs> of oh, twin pines mall but i think what, what's the actual mall called now
0: the it, well it's called the, now it's always been this it's called the puente hills it's mall like
1: out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's called the puente hills mall it's in, it's located up in you know the city of industry so yeah so it's right next door to puente hills i live in La Puente, so um, actually no, it should be Puente Hills. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, it's the Puente Hills Mall, and yeah, it's where they filmed Back to the Future. Now the sad thing is, if you go there now, it, the exterior is is different on one end. They they remodeled it. They added, I think, a Burlington Cope Factory, so it's no longer the same. Um, but the outside is still like the, the, the parking lot, the little hill where Marty runs. And right there it says, you know, Twin Pines Mall. And then towards the end of the movie it says Lone Pines Mall. Uh, that, you know, that section there is all still there and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. But it's right here. It's like, I'm, I don't even know why. I've, I've lived here for years. I always thought that was cool. But I've never, like... I'm going go take pictures, you know, or even with myself there.
1: You should have, like, seen, like, where they lived and everything like that. Yeah, and I've
0: never done that. Like, I don't know why. Um, they, everything is, like, right by me, but I, yet I never did.
1: Honestly, it's like living in Philadelphia.
0: And, you know, okay, I'm going to talk about this because it's like we're on the back to the feature fix right now. Um, I have posted this, so, you know, because and, and, you, know, you never know if our fans... Also, follow us on Instagram or they just listen to the show. Because I know there are people that probably don't even hone in Instagram, but they like listening to our show. So, I'll bring this up again. There is one thing that I had never noticed. Again... Last weekend, I was watching Back to the Future because it's always on. You know, it's always on. And I was watching it. And there was two things that I feel like I've never heard anybody ever bring up about the movie. Everyone always brings up certain things about the flick that like, oh, you know, in the future, this and that. And we've talked about all that stuff. But there was something, there was actually two things that never really like like i've never heard anybody else like pick up and it kind of like bothered me because i was like huh okay so for instance in back to the future they 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 live you know when you see his house beforehand you could tell they live like you know they're 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 not wealthy they're just typical like a typical family you know the mom she drinks overweight you know the dad obviously getting pushed around the, the his older brother works at burger king you know the sister is just like some regular teenage girl or whatever you know You know, at the end of the movie, when he goes back to the house, you can see they're wealthy. House is all, you know, it's not a mess anymore. Everything's nice and clean. You know, their mom's skinny. And, you know, I always wear a suit to the office. You know, all that nonsense, right? Yeah. In the picture, when you look at the picture, the picture, brother looks like a huge dork. You know, has Mickey Mouse on his shirt. The sister has class of, like, 84 or 83. I don't Hmm.
1: 84.
0: 84, she has it on their sweater, so they just look like their typical selves, right? Well, the moment when Marty, when his dad, mom and dad kissed, that should have mean that the future the future completely changed. Because the moment he went back, everybody's wealthy, everybody's rich. Why did the picture stay the same? If the brother is now working in an office, a suit and tie, obviously he's not going to dress like a dork anymore. Why? Because his life has changed. He's no longer that same person. Because when he goes back, they're completely different people. Now, that's the thing people have talked about, where it's saying that when Marty goes back, everybody he knew no longer exist because these are all new, completely different people. But why didn't the picture change? Now, that's the one thing no one ever brings up. Like, yeah, why, why wouldn't the picture change? The older brother shouldn't look like that anymore. He should be more, in a sense, refined because why? I always wear a suit to the office. So that means he's not that same dorky guy anymore. So the moment his picture changed, he should have seen his brother and sister look completely different. And at the same time, I think what happened in Part 2 when Marty goes back home and it's a different home... That should have been how part one is, because why are they in the same house? If they're wealthy, if they're if they're they wouldn't be in that neighborhood. Most likely, they would have probably bought a house somewhere else because they can afford it. They have the money. They're well off. That neighborhood was just a typical suburban neighborhood. It didn't look, you know. And, and even in part two, they point out how that neighborhood is is like garbage. Anyways, you know. So it's just like if they they you would think that if they have the money, they would have a bigger house, and he wouldn't be living there.
1: Well. I actually have a couple of reasons until, I mean, if you think about it. All right. With, with the picture, you could probably say that, I mean, the sister is still in high school. So, obviously, I mean, not still in high school, but, like, she was in high school when they took that picture. It was about a year ago. Think about it. A year ago before George McFly's book was published, that was a year, that that picture was probably a year old.
2: hmm
1: Okay. And if you go back in time and you see biff and says oh hi he's like oh i think it just arrived and it was his first novel he's like oh your first novel so you think about it it was during his almost publishing time so george mcfly was just about to be getting you know money so he was probably getting a few bucks doing a couple of interviews this and that my book's coming out this and that you know i mean like i'm thinking like you know this is probably the start of his being rich and then
0: yeah but here's the thing though that doesn't excuse the brother the older brother
1: Maybe it was his day off. I mean, he's not always wearing a tie like twenty percent. Yeah, but
0: he lo- he's a huge dork in that one. That that that's what they try to point out. Like, look at these kids. They should have looked different because at that point the brother's older. So he if he's he he works in an office. He's wear he wears a suit, you know, in an office. Of course, like probably you know. I mean, that's the thing. Like, their personalities are completely different. They're living life different. Where before, the, the, they were trying to point out that the brother. Can get a better job besides working at a fast food joint. So that was their way of saying, look at the horrible life they live. I mean, it kind of sucks for anybody who currently is out of high school and works at a fast food joint. They're basically pointing out that is a crappy job. I'm on, and nowadays, especially in this economy, and I mean, if you could get a job and be working there, hey, there's more power to you. That You know, rather than not working, it's like, hey, wherever you can work and have a job, yay for you, you know? But at that time, they made it like, fast food, what a loser, you know? He's out of high school, works to burn, you know? (laughs) But now in the second one, he's like, I wear a suit in the office. So that means after high school, he obviously did properly. Like he went in the correct road through his education and everything in his life because now he works in an office and he has a suit. He has, you know, he has his briefcase. So that means he's not going to be like that, like wearing high ass shorts and a Mickey Mouse shirt. He's probably going to be a little bit more refined in his sense because that's what they all were when he went back. Everybody was completely different. Like I said, you know, look at all of them. They were dressed differently. So their personalities are different. So that means they're not going to look the same. So when everybody returned back, the only one... Even Marty, he shouldn't have, have stayed the same because his lifestyle would be different. So maybe at that point, his his clothing might have been different, or he would his his room would have been completely different because he would have had more money. So he would have been like, "Hey, I have like an actual TV in my room, or or this and that." Like that's the one thing. But when he goes back in his room, it's exactly the same. It's not until they do the revealment at the end of the movie, and I get that they want to do a surprise. That was the point of that scene. Like I know, as a movie standpoint, that's what they were doing. They were going well we don't want to spoil the surprise because we want to have that 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 joke because it's actually a joke that they set up he gets back home he wakes up he walks out comes back and he's like what the hell it's like what the hell is this <laughs> uh, breakfast you know? yeah mm-hmm. so that whole scene the mom comes in he falls he's like "Yeah, hey, you're right did you hit your head you know so that's the revealment that's the joke I get it as as someone like you know in, in the sense of what the writers were going for where the directors I get the whole joke but if we're going in the standards of the movie the moment he entered his room if he had more money his house was better off they were living well because you could tell
1: I wonder it's- about the brother was the brother ever released from jail
0: <laughs> oh yeah no Uncle Joey oh well her brother but yeah uncle joey well most likely i mean like what like that's why they try to point out how horrible their lives is i mean the mom is an alcoholic basically like she's a drunk she drinks that's all she does is she drinks you know and remembers the good old times and you know she's still in love with george but it's just she's not happy because look at the life they're living you know but i don't know It's it's just something i wanted to bring up but you know whatever it's a it's a it's a good thing, but yeah so so ladies and gentlemen uh Not like
1: because we got on back to the future right away it's I just think that's so well,
0: it's because you brought up the you saw the movie I mean it seems like every episode we're gonna bring back to the future up yeah. you know, but it's, I don't it's, know
1: it's, it's like our um go-to point every time,
0: yeah, so there you have it so yeah, um I guess you know really quickly. Episode 24, Star Wars Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. Uploaded August 12th, 2014. Ah, okay. And and uh, another thing that I noticed, uh, there's a website that I visit. And it was actually someone submitted this. But I'm like, hmm, were they a fan of the show, of our show? Who knows? In reality... People talk about stuff all the time. It's why, like, sometimes, you know, certain comedians, they could easily just steal acts from people. But a lot of times, comedians might almost have the similar joke because, I mean, everybody can think about certain things. And I noticed something on a certain website that I visited. It was um, questions about, like, asked in movies or something like that. And there was one that w- that it was, like, it was seriously what I brought up about Back to the Future. And it was, like, when... <laughs> when, what you would call it, Marty wakes up in the morning and he asks, What the hell is this? He's like, You know, well, he's like, What the hell are you wearing? And then, yeah, they say breakfast. He's like, I always wear a suit and tie to the office. And then I started talking about, like, What what the hell is going on with this? Like, why are they, like, You know, it was like a lot of different things, but it was like right there, what the person brought up. And I was like, huh. they, I'm like, It was, um, it's like everything that I was talking about is like, Like I said, shouldn't they all be, like, well off? It's like, why are they still living at home having breakfast? If they're well off, they have their own jobs. You're telling me these adults
1: maybe, are still living at home? Or maybe, like they just started getting this way because if you notice, like, like they like you know, Biff comes in and he says, "Oh, Mr. McFly, they just arrived. Oh, hi, Marty. I think it's your new book." No. So, or like maybe it's the book. Maybe like that's what got him. Like
0: no. Because you think about it, the, the, the well, I don't know what the brother's name is, but what was his words? I uh, always, David. always wear a suit and tie to the office. Always. Meaning, yeah, like, that's not the first how, time he's had.
1: Always was. Always could have been a year.
0: And still. He, he's still living at home. And look at her. She looks well off, too. And she has maybe, a bunch of suitors.
1: He's in an internship. Maybe because...
0: Internship? Get out of yeah. here.
1: Well, da- you think about it. David's probably in college. You know? David's not like an old man.
0: Okay, this- he's in college, but still, he's, he's in. he works at an office. They're trying to show... They're establishing the fact that they're well-off. And they still live at home. And and again, you're defending what I initially stated I that... I'm going to defend it! That <laughs> for the movie, I get it. They need to all be there. But when you try to think logically... They shouldn't have been there. Marty should have waken up, walked out, and just seen the house all different. That's all. Marty would have been in different clothes, too, because he's still in the he's same still, clothes.
1: But still a kid.
0: I know he's still a kid. He's, he's like, what? He's supposed to be, like, 15, 16. But I'm assuming, because they're well off, they would have probably bought... He could have been able to afford better clothes at most. You know I what I mean? His room would have looked completely expensive. different. Don't you think his room would have been completely different? Two, well, yeah, so he could have still been he's into a the same
1: boy. Yeah, but
0: okay, but here, put it this way: whatever you enjoy, chances are he would have been better off. They're trying to establish the fact that they're better off. So, don't you think in his room he would have had at least some, like his bed would have been better? You know, his alarm clock would have been better. Like he would have had more because his parents could afford. Better furniture. Better things. He would have still been into the same music. He would have still enjoyed, like, you know, Huey Lewis and the News. But the difference is he would have had, you know, this is, I don't know. Uh, we're, we're, like, repeating ourselves from a few episodes ago. But, like I we said.
1: Didn't realize we went from going to talk about Star Wars, led into the Goonies, and then led into Back to the Future. Like, Well, Goonies. I I
0: did state we weren't going to talk about Star Wars just yeah, yet. Yeah, if I didn't... Episode 28, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Uploaded August 16, 2014.
1: You're fired on my scanner.
0: (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but yes.
1: Doc Brown, I received this from the future, and it's been erased. Of course, it's been erased. I don't get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See that again? That makes no stupid sense because he goes into a whole dialogue talking about like future hasn't been written. There's so on and so forth. Blah blah blah. You make the future the way you want. Better better better. So make it, yet, it like fun. Yeah, no point did they even have to travel into the future to save Marty's kids? Like, see, that's what was stupid. Like, you said, the future is what you make of it and so on and so forth. Yeah, he
1: didn't even have to but, do that. But, but correcting the alternate 1985, because there was two 1985s. There was you know, the Rich family, you know, George McFly was alive and then there was George McFly dead, Dave and dealing with problems. Technically, you know, problems.
0: there's there's three timelines in that. And there's there's three alternate universes. Oh yeah, well, cuz
1: there's a regular mixed the regular 1985 McFly family.
0: The, before he travels back before in time. Before he
1: back when back yeah, in time. Yeah.
0: The the one where they're just regular and he's watching the show and how does he laugh when he's watching the honeymooners? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> that story's so stupid grandpa hit him with the car <laughs> it
1: was so stupid grandpa hit him with the car it was meant to be
0: <laughs> then there's the there's uh alternate universe number one that we saw at the end of part uh of one was um is where there you know he stood up to biff and he you know he's well off you know Biff is a, 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 you know, waxes cars, you know, and everybody, you know,
1: (laughs) yeah, they have money,
0: obviously, because they're out playing (laughs) tennis in the morning. And for some reason, even though the kids work at an office, he still lives at home. I don't know. That makes no sense. And then there's alternate universe number three that Biff has control of the world, basically. So there's three alternate universes in the Back to the Future world. You see that three alternate universes,
1: kid. I own the police. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking of lines right now that I could totally say just to fit every uh, universe. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, so good. yeah. Such- well,
0: we just really quick to episode thirty-six, one-year anniversary, uploaded February twenty-first, twenty-fifteen. And to me, it's like, hey, they're not copying. But they did ask us a question because – and this is – I i don't think you – I should have told you guys, like, hey, check it out, the <laughs> notification check out so we could talk about it. But they, they – I don't know. Max, did you see Project Almanac? Uh, no, I didn't. What about you, Renats? Nope. Okay. Well, I guess it's that one, you know, freaking <laughs> Bla- Blair Witch, like – Did you first- see it? No, I didn't see it either. <laughs>
2: (laughs) but we're we're not gonna we're not gonna be really talking about that (laughs) because
0: see the thing is i guess in the movie what happens and what he was explaining on the show is that in the movie there there's a there's a scene where they send the car like back in time like a minute back in time or something like that and i guess that what they were referencing the silent mics guys what they were referencing was that they were saying that oh they kind of were playing homage to like i or or maybe it was by accident to back to the future because if you remember in the first film, what does Doc Brown do? When he first shows up, Marty shows up. He's like, Marty, come here, come here. You know, and he pulls him there. And then remember the car and all that nonsense. And he... Huh? Huh?
1: No, I was just saying. Like uh, he
0: says, yeah, I need fuel. Yeah, and and then that's when like he 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 felt you know he he has Einstein the dog and he and he sends them into the future right and he sends them and he sends them one minute ahead of time and remember and that's where they're like he's uh, he's like it works you know and he gets all happy right and he's like
2: miles see
0: but the thing is you know what's funny though about that scene is that okay they're they're both standing there right first like he's like doing with like the the remote control he's like putting it up He's getting the speed. He pulls it up to, I can't remember, about like 60 or 70. And then he releases it, right? And at that point, Marty wants to step away, but Doc kind of pulls him. But at that point... The car disappears, and Doc is extremely shocked that it worked. So that probably means that that was the... I mean, just the, his reaction was the the first time that thing ever worked. Right.
1: Yeah, that's, so, what, he, that, that's what he says. He's like, I finally figured out something that works. Yeah, right. Yeah. So
0: that means he wasn't 100% positive that that car was going to disappear. So right. why was he putting... I mean, I understand his dumbass putting himself right there in the line well, of fire. Scientists, why wouldn't he put himself in front of a? Car? Well, that's what scientists do, right? Scientists they do kind of sometimes they gotta go to do that experiment where they're probably gonna harm themselves. They're like, you know what? I, enough with the test subjects. You know, he's gonna be like Beast and test it on himself. It might backfire, right? And then you know, Beast becomes all blue he put and hairy. On it. But what? Okay. But why would he do that to his buddy McFly? You know, why would he pull Marty aside? Because if it didn't work, guess what? That
1: DeLorean would have had a bloodied up windshield. It would have well, killed... He, want to see that he wanted to get it on camera. That was the thing. It, was, it wasn't okay. the fact he wanted his buddy to see this. It was more like shooting it on camera.
0: But you're, you're telling me that's the only angle that they would be able to shoot that?
1: Well, I mean, I guess he just wanted just the... He like frontal view. Like, he just
3: wanted
0: to like
1: go. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> my out. my assumption <laughs> is is that Doc was confident that it, this this moment it was gonna work. As shocked as he was, it that that's the only
1: logical explanation he, because he result of it just disappearing, which is probably the shocking thing. He probably said, "Oh, well, with every calculation that I did, it has yeah. to come out to." It disappearing at this particular moment. Yeah,
0: because it was a risk. Because if, if that car, at that moment of impact, it would have been 88 miles per hour podcast, eh? It would have been 88 miles per hour. Right at that moment, the moment of impact, because it says 88 miles per hour is when the time circuits, you know, they they kick and sends it back in time or to the future, right? So it disappeared right when it was going to make contact with them. And then it disappeared. So that means 88 miles per hour, that's when they would have been hit. And then the way that car and the the shape of it, the DeLorean, they would have just like their legs would have been, they would have slammed forward (laughs) right onto the windshield. That's but really that's what dumbass. I'm saying. Like Doc was like, kind of. If you think about it, he's kind of an a-hole for bringing Marty into the the, the line of fire, you know? Because he wasn't even sure it was going to work. But that, well,
1: that's, Marty is kind of a dumbass himself. Because Marty thinks that? Well, I mean, I, we really want to look at it this way. He's all like, oh, I think Doc Brown is so awesome, you know? That is I'm true. I'm always craziest because reality right now sucks for me as a teenager. I'm always getting in trouble by my principal. I might as well try Not- to be a, a typical teenager boy and blow up shit. And then, you know, you're, (laughs) you're you're, right.
0: See, and actually, when you think about it, though, Marty, he could have run off. He, yeah, could he could gotten have gotten out of the way but he didn't even though Doc Brown pulled him like said like kind of give him that don't move like stay here he still trusted him and didn't no, run off he was off. like
3: man if I'm going down you're coming down with me <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know and I'm not taking my- <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but that wasn't the question
1: on this.
0: <laughs> here's the question I guess uh, where they wanted to, uh, where they were asking us um, they want to have our thoughts on it but this really I started like trying to really think about this, and it start, I, I started getting lost with time travel and theory and everything because, in the movie, like I said, they send the car, I guess, back in time a minute or something like that. But in Back to the Future, he sends it a minute forward. So, when that car disappears, a minute for them, in real time, a minute passes, and the car gets sent into the future. So, when they look at the stopwatches, the time is the same, just our time is a minute ahead, where that time still stayed the same, but it moved a minute, you know, with it, you know? And It's just like, okay.
1: There's two things I don't understand. Okay. During that, well, the beginning. Like, first he says, meet me 12 P.M. at Twin Pines Mall. Why would you choose a time where kids are most likely to still be up? I mean, I don't know if, like, back in the '80s, like, like 12 o'clock was
2: what?
1: Oh, 12 a.m. Sorry, 12 a.m. Like, don't you think that kids would be up at that time? Or I don't know if the '80s, like, you just decided to like all kids from the '80s just slept at that normal time? Nobody was up. I mean, because yeah, I mean, you're right. Like right now, if I said, hey, see what he's doing. Also, the um the terrorist or whatever, like how did they know when he was gonna be there?
0: How did he even know he was there?
1: Like exactly, it's like voices at, they found me, I don't know You're how they found question. me. And
0: <laughs> wait what, Max?
3: So they were probably Russians, right? I forget
0: what they were. No, they so were Libyans. Libyans. They, Libyans, Libyans. Is, they hired doctors. <laughs> it, it was the eighties. They should have been <laughs> Wait, was it the Libyans or were they Syrians? Uh, I think they were Libyans. Um, um
1: and then Marty saw me ask at the end. Well I can go back and ward him. About five minutes ought to do it. No, okay. ten minutes
0: ought to do it. Oh yeah, ten minutes. Dude, through an hour. Why why? He's a, he's a moron. But at the same time, it's like, okay, when when the car crashes the van and it flips, I know we've talked about this plenty of times before but i'll bring it up again what happens to the terrorists the car flips and then right. that's when you know marty Ooh, goes right there that. and that's when he goes how'd you know and then he, he brings out the paper right, remember right. and you know and it's it we're not appointed out to me it's actually taped
1: <laughs> he didn't know it was safe <laughs> yeah i was like where do you, i it
0: used to bug me forever but um yeah so at that point i solved the mystery the car goes into the future the all the van just flipped it didn't it, it just crashed and fell over it didn't blow up it didn't kill the guys so what why what happened to them but the thing is about theory is like my I, let me just answer the podcast i um it's confusing because like if they send all right if right now this time right now now let's just say it, all right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it's 9:30 right now, p.m. Okay, if it's 9:30 and we have a time machine and we send something back in time a minute, I would figure it's it's completely gone for us to exist right now. It would be gone, but then at the same time, I guess it wouldn't because if I send something into the future, I'm just gonna catch up to it and I'll finally see it. But if well, time's it's- not linear. Hmm.
3: Time's not linear, and any kind of time travel thing, time's not in a line. T- time is like all encompassing it's always like connected
0: yeah well it's not linear see that's why like i guess what what, i mean like see here's the thing would it be like because they mentioned the butterfly effect and they they say they weren't fans of it but i really love the butterfly effect but i'm wondering if it would be like that like let's just say right now okay renata let's just say you have you know we came across a thousand dollars right uh like uh you know yes uh, and we send it back in time, or for both of you. Let's just say each of you send you guys a thousand dollars back in time when you guys were like, let's just say, fifteen years old. Don't you think it's gonna change your future, right? But wouldn't it that moment change the future? So you guys now would you guys you guys would know what's happening, but would the world change where all these new memories would exist in your mind because of things that change?
3: Because it all that depends on the the reality or. The- Their interpretation of time travels. its kind of like zombies. Yeah, there's different different zombies, and you know what kind of zombies they are, and stuff. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah, you know what? You're right.
1: I understand how like one little thing can just change everything, like the world.
0: Well, that's, you know. that's the term, the butterfly effect. You know how, like, a butterfly flapping its wings, like, 1500 miles away can cause a tsunami, you know, somewhere else, you know? And, it, I mean, but it's true, like, Max, I love what you just said because I never thought of it that way. Time travel is the zombie of film, you know, or even in general because we don't, time travel isn't, isn't, you know, possible now that we know of, you know? But, it, it, it's so true that it, it is that because it, it's our way of interpreting like what's the best thing of what it could be because like i said when it comes to the butterfly effect he travels back in time he alters something when he comes back into the future everything's altered everybody else is different he's the only one that knows what happened but he gains new memories and then his mind is just filled with a massive amount of new memories and it builds like a whole life has just changed and and with that's why it's just like okay but it, it seems like with like what what would happen back to the future see marty when he traveled back in time he traveled back in time he altered everything right so that means his whole the moment he's born to the point when he leaves with doc his lifestyle was changed you know right. it's it, it, supposedly they're rich even though the the brother and sister still live at home you know and they're they have good jobs yet they all live at home but okay
3: you know what's interesting is like Okay, I watch Doctor Who. And okay. I love Doctor Who, and they play around with all this time travel. Like, in, in my opinion, they're the best because in in Doctor Who, time isn't linear. It's not a giant line. It's yeah. all compassing, right? So there's this uh, episode where they go back in time. It's with David Tennant and uh, they go back into Shakespeare's time and during this time witches come and the witch the witches are trying to destroy the earth. <laughs> And Doctor Who's companion is saying, well, we don't have to worry because this doesn't happen in my timeline. Mm. Or this doesn't happen in my history, in my past, in the history, you know, that I born in. And then he said, that's being rewritten now. So even though they were going back in time, yeah. something from an outside source also traveled back in time in trying to destroy the earth in back in the 1500s. Mm-hmm. But they destroyed the witches and then the actual event actually happened, or the witches died and then, you know, the, the history was back to normal. Nothing bad happened, but I love the way that Doctor Who just plays with time and they like pull yeah. in every freaking episode.
0: So does that mean like, let's just say, um, Oh, perfect example. Renata, you wanted to be on all that and like, uh, all those shows when you were a kid, right? Um, like what if you like, you, you, you had like knowledge of great jokes right now from certain comedians or whatever. I don't know, like you worked your craft now, like right now, yeah. because as a kid, you didn't know it, but you work your craft now. And then what you did is you traveled back in time to that kid and you gave her all your notes, all your jokes, everything that you've been working your craft and you got on all that. When you traveled back to this time now, would that mean, because then this is, we could interpret it, I mean, interpret it our way. Like, would this mean that either one... You come back and you're still in this timeline now. Everything is still normal, but at that moment you switched out a new timeline existed. So it's kind of like back to the future. Remember how it shows that? Does that mean like there's a new there's just a whole new timeline yeah. where that life you're there's living an, it? There's
1: an alternate 2015.
0: Yeah, there's an alternate 2015, but you'll never because get to see that. You're still going to be living in this world even though okay. there's another
1: or Did your have- life change right now? But I don't think I would have any memory of what I did because I was too busy going back in time and doing whatever. Unless you sort of gain that knowledge because, or like, or what if there's an alternate Renata in 2015? Like, mm-hmm. you, did you ever think about that? Like, what if there's like a double ganger or like tw- a, a twin or something? Or like, yeah. like that's, that's what I don't understand either. Like, how could like how did Marty like go back to an alternate 1985 without seeing himself
0: yeah you know um well 198 yeah yeah see because that's the thing if time isn't like max was saying if it's not linear if there's a bunch of you know and if we play it off kind of like sliders remember well, sliders like, wait what i'm
1: saying because uh, what was her name um marty's girlfriend uh, Lorraine. No. Oh, that's
0: a- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um. <laughs> Jennifer. Jennifer, Jennifer, yeah.
1: Jennifer saw herself.
0: In the future, though. Yeah. Wait, but yeah. wait, wait, wait. How? No, that's a serious freaking question. How did they see themselves in the future? If they disappeared at that moment to go to the future, that means they left. There is there is no Marty family. There is no, you know, freaking Jennifer. Right. They left. So the past can happen, obviously, but there is no future because the world... it don't would, exist. Yeah. The world would see them as, like, they went missing. We don't know what happened to them, and now they finally appeared. So, then that means in Back but to the Future... The future is sort of
1: different. It's a lie. The future is more like, um, I, what well, I believe is, it, future can just predict anything. Like, the future is the future. You know, like... I mean, the past can change, but I feel like the future can be also but like. See, that's like, the thing. I don't know. Like
0: not let's just say you, you want to jump ahead to your birthday. So if you flash forward to your birthday tomorrow, it's. If,
1: it's time stops, it, I feel like. And when when. No, no, no. But, well, see, what it. No,
0: all right, let's just say you have wait, a big test. My, my year. Let's just say you have a big test on Sunday, okay? You have a big test on Sunday, but you can't wait to go to your Disney trip. That's in July. So if you try if you flash forward, you, you if right now if you try and travel to July, are you there to take the test on Sunday? Oh snap. No. <laughs> 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 right? See? So how is it that Marty and, and, and Jennifer are there to have babies get married at the chapel of love? How are they able to pull that off? How is Marty able if right at that moment when they flash forward to the future? Right? That means Unless none of that come. exists. Yeah. Who, 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 crashes into the rolls royce this is getting too heavy right man this is heavy doc you know right it's so i don't know so silent mics i apologize we probably confused you guys more it was a great question but we are all confused because like i said that was i i don't know unless there's alternate worlds like if you've ever seen the show sliders there there's like 50 billion earths
1: that humans just can't comprehend and let's just keep it at it it's
0: not like yeah right i agree there's no way because there's again it's zombies there's so many you could do different worlds and this and that and you know like that's why it just it it's hard it's hard to understand and my mind's gonna explode
1: my <laughs> presently right now is like like I'm going deep every second of my life like with every conversation I have I'm like well, what is the meaning of the day? why are we here why were we set in this like was, was there another one of us like you know is this the only like like, was I the only Renata? Like, you know, was there Renatas before me? Like, was I a whore in 1588? Was I a, like, disco queen in 1970? Like, you know, like, was there, like, or, like, God, there's just so many, like, things that I just, I think about.
3: Time-traveling zombies would be
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that's going to happen. <laughs> Flash forward it's to, like, like five years. It's like years. the
3: scientist who goes into certain times in, in 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 like, space and time, mm-hmm. and then he did unleashes zombies to wipe out humanity and stuff at certain points. Yeah. Like, the freaking flood was caused by
0: zombies. Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh. see, And they kind of did do that in that Call of... The Call of Duty zombie game, they kind of right. did that. Because they kind of made it seem like the zombies did time travel a bit. Um, excuse me. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it is confusing, but again, like, right now, like l- let's just say... I feel like there's alternate timelines every single moment, every time you need to make a decision. Like right now, Renata earlier, like, like, let's just say you were busy and you had a ton of homework. So you didn't record. So that means there, the moment you made your decision to like, come on and record. That means there's one timeline that has you coming on and recording with me and Max, but there's also another timeline where it's just me and Max recording and you're not recording the episode. Oh,
1: Oh, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, okay, perfect example because in my mosaic class you were talking about this you were talking about like free, like um, like free, free will, basically oh. how free will plays in a human being's life. Yeah, like like does and we were saying does God give us the free will? But the, if God's all powerful and all knowing, and He knows what's gonna go on, is it really us having free will? You know. But then I thought about. It, I was like, no, maybe like God's just like, hey, like you know, I'm gonna give you free will to either choose the right or the left, but I know what the consequences are. I know how it's going to end up if you choose either side it's just your choice I don't know what your choice is going to be but I know what's going to happen if you choose like door A or door B practically so in a way I feel like that yeah, life itself is just like our time is just filled with a bunch of A and B doors. Yeah. You know? Like, if I, if I chose to do homework, like, would this would would there be this playing going on?
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Would, would
1: there, um, or would it be as fun or like... You know, now I wouldn't know. What I would probably be sleeping right
0: now. Yeah, see, so there'd be, there'd be three, three timelines right now. There'd be the one where Renata's studying, doing the homework. There's another timeline where you're actually recording the show with us. And then there's another timeline where you actually took a nap. And all those had consequences that led to a new timeline that goes off somewhere within your life. And likewise with me, there could have been a timeline where it's like, oh, you know what, I'm too busy to record. I'm not going to record tonight. But then there's that other one that I'm recording and see where that goes. I don't know. What about you, Max? Your thoughts? On
2: this, I'm
3: confused.
0: <laughs>
1: it's like, but this like no. this went from an intro to a reunion to confusion. A, <laughs> to we're confusion. still on the shout outs.
0: <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, because we're answering we're answering Silent Mike's uh, question. All right, so all right, all right. So I kind of had my final thoughts. Renata, you said your final thoughts on this. What about you, Max? Any? And what what were your final thoughts? Seriously, though. Seriously though, I want to get captured, not captured, I want to go
3: on to the TARDIS with Doctor Who. And then you can figure awesome. out time. Dude, time traveling would be so awesome though. I, would like, try- I don't think I would, I don't think I would try to go like back, but I would definitely go, want to go forward. No, I take that back. There's just things that I miss as a kid that I would like, it'd be weird now doing it. Like, I would love to go to Discovery Zone and like, you just imagine just like this 25 year old just going down that, the little rolling like things that like down that slide or yeah. It, it freaking hurt when like yeah,
0: well, pinch I, your legs.
3: Yeah, it was like <laughs> like just going I in and see this guy just going in the ball pit, you know. I'd love to do that. I'd love to go to an actual like toy store. Um I would love to not see kids playing on their stupid. Dude, have the
0: have pit. the actual knowledge to travel back and get yourself, you know, detective comics, what is it, number twenty three or something like that? Or
3: I wouldn't even do that though. Like I wouldn't try to get myself rich like i would love to be like at certain sporting events like see michael jordan's first um, when he won his first ring, you know, which would be kind of weird because my dad was there. But like, you know, so- dude, you run into your
0: dad, and then you guys become best friends. Like that'd be bad, dude. Dude, look, you do
1: look
0: kind of
3: like me. Like, what's go- I- right? Um, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna name my kid Max.
0: Right, and then imagine, just, just imagine that was the true story. You find out, like, on your deathbed, you get this letter, and it's from you, from the, you know, from the past, and you're saying hey, this is what happened. In all reality, I traveled back in time. I hung out with your father, and your father thought I was so cool that he named me after you, and that's the way. And you're like, what? Uh, and then you die. I didn't
1: like that. I had, I had like a back-to-the-future dream, and it was kind of weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I went back into the 80s, and like, you know, I was in my mom's high school. And like I I was just like really awkward like and I saw her and I was trying to like go like this and I bump into my dad and like, you know, my dad it was, notices me and like you am gonna like. <laughs> I was like, here, like, and I was like, oh. I was like, I can't. And I was like, and I was like, and he's like, whoa, well, like, whoa, why, why are you running? And I, it was the most awkwardest, like, c- like cringing dream I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> now, like, now I know what Marty feels like, you know, like, well, Marty probably feels like 10 times worse because he was parked with his mother in a car. and. Yeah.
0: But when she oh, kissed oh. him, he's like, I feel like I'm kissing my brother, remember? <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you're, you know what? Here's no,
3: something. But let's be real. If your mom kissed you, I would be throwing up for days. It like, would be so gross. I just get, <laughs> like, like, just thieving and just like, oh gosh, that'd be so bad.
1: Okay, let me ask this question If there, were, if you wanted to go back in time, like, what era would you want to be a teenager in?
0: For me, it's easy. It's uh, the most obvious, based on this show, the 80s. Okay. Come on. I would be able to see a lot of my favorite bands from the 80s live at, at their prime imagine that like you know i'd be able to see depeche mode at the rose bowl you know in 88 like dude they're they're like one of the biggest concerts they've ever had just being there dude knowing that like that'd be awesome as an adult like they'd be you know you could go see like all these artists you know freaking ah oh, dude that that'd be incredible
3: like any anything before 1940 would suck because you would be an adult and probably dead oh so, like-
0: you get sent to war <laughs> yeah
3: I think I would
0: probably do the 50s or 50s too, or even the 1920s because it's after World War One and it's before World War Two and the Depression. The roaring 20s, dude. That, that was the great Gatsby time frame, dude. It was all nice. It was that, awesome. That,
1: that There's was, no alcohol. Nice 20 year old. Nah, it don't matter. Like to be a 20 year old that or a 30 year old could yeah. be it. Th- that'd
0: be cool. I like that. I like that question. That was a good one. <laughs> um,
1: I like to wear like pretty, d- I would like to wear a dress everywhere I go. 50s, definitely.
0: Yeah. 50s would be awesome, dude. Cause right after the war in the 50s, the 50s was a great time. So I think yeah. the 50s would be fun too. Be all, you know,
3: 60s <laughs> be- would be crazy. You would just be on ass. In the whole
0: time yeah and then <laughs> then towards the end of the 60s to the beginning no actually no even then because the 60s either either yeah you're on acid or you're getting sent to Vietnam. Right, yeah, you know, so that's scary. Then too. Seventies seven. like was just a bad time because it's like even though they had disco on and this and that, but like, like you know, crime was 70s high, were, it's, freaking. My dad
1: said that seventies were really good for him.
0: Really, like bell
3: bottom pants. I ain't wearing bell bottoms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all dancing. Like disco sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? Um, real quick, it, it actually goes back to the guy who gave us a shout out. Flat- Flight of the Navigator. We got to do that movie very soon. (coughs) Renata, you got to watch it so you could join us. Because In Flight of the Navigator, that is about time travel. That movie is about time Mm -hmm. travel. And they have the theory of that because the main character, the boy he he gets sent to the future. He goes into the future. But what's crazy about that is that they actually talk about what we talked about where how we said Renata, do you take the test on Sunday if you go flash forward it because that's what happened. The moment he travels into the future into the 80s, he's considered missing all those years. He's gone. He doesn't exist because everyone's like, "Oh, he got kidnapped." And they they answer that question. If you travel into the future from that point, point a to point b you're automatically disappear you don't exist in that timeline anymore you're gone because you're not there to live that timeline so it's kind of cool so i'm glad i mean we got we really got to do that movie soon because like i said it's a fan shout out and we we promise the fans that you shout it we'll do it so we got to do that and then peggy sue got married is also another one um uh time travel movie, but she time travels her mind. Like her mind goes into her teenage self. So it's what? actually it's pretty cool. Like, and I've, I have you ever had that where like you could time travel, but just your mind to back in time because you'd be like, you know what? I do this differently. I do that differently. I do this. Ba 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 You know. So it, it, we, you know, it'd be cool to do these time travel movies. So yeah. So um,
1: okay. Oh look, I got I got two funny stories to tell you. Really good. Things. All right, go so. for it. All right, so I was called a siren, like to. Oh, like like from the Odyssey. Yeah, <laughs> like the Starbucks
0: logo. Like,
1: like, Jesus Christ! Like, oh my God! So, like this guy that's like in my mosaic, list, he comes over and he's sort of weird. And then, like, I'm talking to him, and I'm like, and I'm sitting there and I'm trying to be nice, and he's like, I just have to tell you. And I'm like, what? He's like, you confuse me. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, um, how? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, you seem like that nice, like Catholic girl that does everything right. But then you could be like that, like more like bad girl. I'm like, And I, I don't know this guy from Adam. And he just like decided just to analyze myself, you know, in this cafeteria, in this cafe at school. And I'm just listening to him. And I'm like, and he was like, so I can't tell, like, you know, you have have to be one or the other but you just seem like that you're just like a mystery you a siren girl <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> what it was like he's like you know what a siren is and i was like yeah it's kind of like a mermaid i was like it is a mermaid <laughs> and he i was like i was like he's like sorry he's like i like like mermaids i'm like dude whatever you imagine in your brain keep it there but like can you kind of keep me out of it like you know
3: <laughs> at least he didn't call you a sucky this
1: that's and, works. I know. (laughs) Well, then then he was pretty much saying he was like, I would drown sailors, and I would just, I would lure them into the water. I'm like, pretty much, like, you're calling calling me a whore, basically. Like, thank you. (laughs) Like, thank you so much. Thank you. But, um... This relates to the 80s of this story. Okay. And everything's related to mosaics. For some reason. It's weird. So I'm in that class and we're talking about Plato and uh, the Apology and how Socrates and everything. So I'm sitting there and I'm writing and they're like, my teacher's like, what was Socrates' last word? And I just say randomly out of my mouth loud, I was like, all we are is dust in the wind. <laughs> 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 and That's I, awesome. And I, and I started laughing, like, even the teacher couldn't stop laughing. He was like, I can't believe you just said that And he was like, you know and I was like, Well another favorite so well, so crates in Ubenda, like part of the movie is where they're in the mall and yeah. they're like yes sir So Crates, watch your rope dude Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I made the greatest Star Wars reference in class once, and nobody laughed, and I was so pissed. I was like, that was beautiful. It was such a good setup. It was such a good delivery. And, like, because, like, um... You know, I was like 21 when I got married, so I was like the only married guy in most of my classes. And my teacher was like, um, this is an ethics class. And he was like, so Max, if your wife went up to you and said, oh, you know, um, you don't have to give me anything for Valentine's Day, uh, what would you say? And I was like, that's a drop! You know, just like, straight up, right? Nobody laughed, man. And I was like, what?
0: Get like, come on, guys.
3: <laughs> I was cracking up. I thought it was funny, but nobody else was. They all thought I was weird. Aw, I would have laughed. I, like, I would have been I there with I just made you a too. freaking Akbar reference in freaking <laughs> epic Fox. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's my <our> trap. <crop. laughs> like only, only us. Like, if there was a room full of geeks, we all be like, <laughs> no, it's,
3: right? Um, like a, it's, it's like a theater from everybody from the northwest. So they're all like free trade, and I'm like, gosh, I hate. Oh, I'm doing a California accent. They're like, I hate California. You guys don't even recycle. They're like these, these like the papers. They're not even free trade. Like these carpets aren't organic. I'm like, shut up, you guys are lame. There the go. Next series total hipsters oh,
1: yeah. you know what and, I, and I, I bet
3: you i'm not gonna even apologize to the hipsters that listen to our um podcast because we probably don't even have hipsters because it's like oh 88 i that's not even cool 87 is cooler Or something stupid like that i don't like
1: it yeah they oh, did oh, hipsters. Yeah, i'll go i'll go do things that were once trendy like back in the day but if they're trending now i will not participate but once they're done trending i will then like it
3: Right. Like, like the big thing right now is um, hipsters are getting all like laser discs and um, oh, yeah, like uh, Walkmans saying. and they're like collecting cassettes and stuff. I'm like,
1: oh, dude, <laughs> I, I have i own a record player with records. That's but, different. But I love I love just music and just it sounds better on a record. Yes. Record. Yes. Not cassettes. Yeah, I mean,
3: cassette. cassette you know, only freaking, only freaking Star Lord can can listen to cassettes. If you're not <laughs> Star Lord, then forget it,
1: dude. There's, there's this my art school. Like, I have to take a race and identity in the arts class. My whole, like that whole school. It's called the Tyler School of Art in Temple University. It's all hipsters. There was this one kid that walked in with a Walkman and like the old like earphones, and I'm like, I and the, the I one a kid came, feeling. Perfect. I was waiting for oh oh my god dude I'm I'm getting like you know like hipsters like try to look like but there was an actual hippie like there was this girl that had like a band around her head and she had like straight long hair and then she had like the 70s like wide like pants and like oh my god she had like the platform like (laughs) open oh my god and she had like oh my god I was like I was like, I wanted to, ask to take a picture with her, but she probably would have been, like,
3: <laughs> like really? What's wrong with you? <laughs> she, she would have taken out her Polaroid picture.
1: Ah, a, camera, Polaroid camera. Hey, oh, pet. you mean uh You mean this thing? Oh, yeah, that.
0: that's dope, though. See, my, my my buddy, I went to a wedding. I was filming a wedding this weekend, and at one point they had me a camera. They're like, hey, can you take a picture for us? I was like, what? And it was a big, fat camera, and it automatically, it, it was like a Polaroid camera. And it's funny because it was a few years back, they completely stopped selling, like, the, the film, the Polaroid yeah. film.
3: Yeah, they were going and for, they, like, 30 bucks a like, package. Yeah.
0: And now they're back. They're selling them again like that. That's People smart. like the whole, I don't know, every, it's just, it's crazy that some, that's why, like, like our show? It's like it's seriously like it, I, I, it's one thing that we. We really need to try hard to try to keep doing it every week because it's like I, it's the nostalgia factors back. And I think that's why, like, like, you know, for us, it's like we're just talking here and we're just talking about like earlier. I know it wasn't 90s, I mean, 80s, but we just started talking about like the 90s. We started talking about like all that and and whatever other shows, you know, and even SNL and stuff like that. And it's just like and that's really what it is. It's like all this stuff. It's just like, you know, people enjoy so much nostalgia. It's like huge and it's bad and it's just like it's crazy and i guess you know that that could be something about going back in time and keeping your toys you know knowing that because we didn't know and they get broken lost who cares whatever but who would have known like i wish i could have had all my thundercats toys all my he-man toys like that would have been awesome
3: but well, don't you think it's interesting that people want to go like back, not not back in time, but it's almost like they want to reminisce of the good times. Yeah, well, like I, really, people are like just so unhappy now. Like I'm like probably overanalyzing this, but it's, like, they want a piece of their childhood. They want a piece of feeling well, it, it's, happy. It's not
0: that. that for me. It's just because it's like ah, oh, that was cool. Like it would be cool to have my toys again. Like that'd be awesome. Okay. Not because like oh, I'm all depressed and I want my toys. <laughs> it
1: was weird because I walked in Toys R Us with it was me and my boyfriend Joseph and. I said Joseph. That was so weird, Joey. Um, <laughs>
0: I know it's kind of weird. You're all like proper. His name is Joseph.
1: No, Joey. So I walk in, and we have. To, and I'm buying apples to apples, like one of my favorite board games. If it's so your I favorite board in, game,
0: why don't you have it already?
1: Because I, I play with <laughs> <old> friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway,
1: out. So I walk in. me and Joey were in there, and I haven't been in that Toys R Us since I was, like, little. And it was so weird, and the smell, like, broke back so many memories. And I woke in, and I start just buying stuff for myself. Like, this long, like, bubble tube, like, it looks like like a lifesaver. And you could like, pull it out, and it gives those like, big, like, bubbles. And it was, like, $2, and I started getting that. And then I saw, like something else and then like i started like just taking things off the shelf like candy land it was like 9.99 i got in my and joey's like what are you doing and i'm like i don't know but it's a toy store and i'm starting to gain like memory and like and like everything's coming back to me and i love this and i have to get this and i'm like going nuts in this store and joey's like oh my god he was like legos and I'm, like say yeah this is good that's like, what
0: happens, man.
1: Twenty-year-olds like shopping at a Toys R like that. Us.
3: <laughs> that's how it is to go to like a um, a convention or like a flea market. It's like it's just you get slapped in the face with nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, Man, like, I don't even, I'm not going to pay thirty dollars for a freaking Ninja Turtle action figure. I'm sorry, but like, you know, they're going crazy. Like the whole toy thing. Like, I know it's always been a thing, but like, it's like even more now. And they're like charging a ridiculous amount. It's not even collector's item. They're just like random action
0: figures. That's that's the hard part about it because of the nostalgia. That there's always, there, you know, there's so much good, but there's always something bad, and and, and that's what it is with those whole resurgence of nostalgia and everything, people, like sellers, the bad people are seeing this and they're like, huh, everybody wants their old toys. Well, you know what? I'm going to add, you know, an I extra $50 on this. Originally, I was selling it for five bucks type of deal, you know? Then And it sucks. Well, we've, talked, we've talked about yeah, this. And it, it just sucks. And then, oh yeah, you know what? I got to say, uh, I think, you know, that guy that gave us um, a shout out, I believe he was the one that gave us the shout out. If it wasn't his, I, I you know, I apologize. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The guy who gave us the shout out, the Wallace yeah. at VV411AC3, oh. he's the one that says, "Love the show, like the new video game talk." So he, 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 his review also, he digs all the video game talk. So that's the one thing. Me and Renad, we never really talk much video games, but it's like you know. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we're already, we're pretty good on the time here. Um, I guess the last thing I just want to say, if you haven't, I'm going to send you guys a link because I want you guys to look at this, um, for the last thing that I want to talk about. Let's see. I'm going to give you guys the links and instant message. So hopefully it sends it to both. And as you guys look at it, I'm going to be talking about it. This thing here, ladies and gentlemen, you've probably seen it. Uh, I know... I saw it like a few weeks ago but uh, actually not a few weeks like I think two weeks ago when it actually was released I want to oh, buy yeah. it I have no idea how to buy this thing uh, because when I go to the website it is all in either Chinese or Japanese or whatever language I'm not sure I don't know how to purchase <laughs> it it's only 50 bucks but it's a, a DeLorean phone case and it's it Bendai yeah it looks awesome were you able to see it Renata
1: I'm, I'm sorry it's taken forever I'm like looking at it. Benda oh. is the one that makes the Power Ranger toys.
0: Yeah. Benda, and, and they did a, a Batmobile, a, a, a Tim Burton-style Batmobile. That was the last phone case they did. And this one is a DeLorean, and it lights up. It looks awesome. I want it for my, oh my iPhone. God. Right? Did you see it? You have an iPhone, right, Renata? Yeah. Imagine imagine this iPhone case that you had it on your phone. How how awesome would you be in school? All the kids <laughs> would be like, look at you, man. You're cool. Dude,
1: the
3: doors open and everything. That's sick.
0: Right? It lights up. You could turn Dude. it on. Oh,
1: like i would still get the i'm totally getting this is my next phone case I'm
0: i i want to get it but it says on this website it says right here it's like um it's like you can pre-order yours at ben at Benda for 50 bucks right so when you click the website i don't know what any of that says <laughs> i don't even know where to click to say
3: true story true story i took eight years of japanese
0: you did oh can you read this N- no. Aw, oh, man. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I was good at it. I just said I, I took it. <laughs> I'm like an expert. But, um, I mean, it is Japanese, though. It's Japanese? It Japanese. Okay, it's yeah. Japanese. All right, you know what? Hey, if you're, for our fans out there, if you know Japanese, uh, please <laughs> figure out this for us so I know how to order it. Or, you know what? If you want to be cool, order one for me, Renata. And I don't know, Max, you don't have an iPhone, huh? I'll call you. Yeah, I do. Okay, so if you can, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, send each of us uh, an iPhone DeLorean case, just showing your love for 88 miles per hour podcast. And well, Renata, she will personally sing you a harmonica song. She'll record you a personalized harmonica song. Uh, and sing. Yeah. <laughs> Max and will. And up
3: like Marty. I'm going to make a bunch of promises that you have to that You have to. Yeah, make. Max will personally. And she'll come over and clean your house and do the laundry. A and a Maid's outfit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you and go. You, you and there, not me. <laughs> walk yeah. your dogs, wash your car. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, now? and
0: and Max will personally uh, do a, a, a classic video game review uh, for you on ET. Uh, he'll like, do let's, it. let's
3: be real. I'll oh, just sit on God. your couch and not do anything.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wait. so speaking of, um, you were saying getting dressed as Mario McFly. I'm actually going to my first '80s themed party. What?
0: Wait, who are you dressing up as? You said it's next week. Yes. Guess? Guess. Well, I would assume, hopefully, it would it be Claire from Breakfast Club? It would be Claire. <laughs> yeah, because that's the costume you have.
1: And, and guess what Joey's being?
0: Hmm. If I, he's a be of the principal, right? <laughs> I'm not matching. Oh, you're not matching. Uh, all right. All right. You know what? Spectre Gadget. No. Uh, Billy Idol. No. Uh, all right. Are we close or no? All right. No. Yeah, help us out here. Is a, it is a, a musician?
1: This is heavy.
0: Oh, so Marty McFly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but does he actually have the good gear, though?
1: He, oh, he has the gear. He just needs, like, the red life preserver. Uh,
0: I doubt he's going to find I got lucky finding that. I freaking, I was just at a thrift store, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly like Marty's. Like, the color was right. Like, everything. Because people, whenever you see them. It's, can you send
1: that to me so you can borrow
0: it? Yeah, sure. I'll send it to you. You'll get it, like, in two weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I want two nights shipping.
0: All right. Uh, don't worry. I'll Amazon do that crap. Yeah, I'll send it. Whee! And now the moment you've all been waiting for, episode three, Back to the Future, originally uploaded January 22nd, 2014. This is the point where we talk about strictly the whole film, Back to the Future, our original episode. The only thing is you're going to hear our voices sound all weird. It's because we were sick that day. So we called it the sick cast. (laughs) But yeah, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy it. It's our tribute to the 30th anniversary of Back to the Future. Awesome! All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the time. Where are we at in time? Oh, perfect! This is perfect timing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We are now about to get into the the hour at hand, the moment of our movie of the week. Right? We need a title. We seriously need a title. Someone, yeah, we're it. like, yeah, we're
1: trying to give an epic title.
0: Yeah. We need a a huge time. ladies and gentlemen. So we are going to talk about one of the greatest films of all time. To me, it's the my, my favorite 80s movie. And the reason why I say my favorite 80s movie and not my favorite movie of all time and why I said one of the greatest is because it is really up there, like, so close at number one, but it ends up being my number two of my ultimate mov- favorite movie of all time. So yeah, and a lot of you are like, whoa, what's your number one? Well, if you want to know what my number one movie is, head over to Brothers Bear Podcast, listen to that show, and you'll know my movie.
1: Oh, you're such a tease. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) But let's... Wait, what were you going (laughs) to say?
1: I was saying, you made these people all excited to know you're number one, and you were like... (gasps) Check out Brothers Beep Podcast. Like it was like more like the oh, Check out Brothers Beep Podcast. And I'm like, oh, dude, come on! Like-
0: <laughs> I know I'm just teasing. All right, if you want to know my number one movie, you know what? Let's have let's have fun right here. If you honestly do want to know, comment on our Instagram and say, hey, I want to know, and I'll respond back with the answer. Because then that tells us, hey, someone's listening right there and they want to know. So yeah, so it's my number one movie. And honestly, if I tell you, you're gonna, uh, you could honestly agree with that and be like, you know what, you're right. That is a really good freaking movie because I have yet to find one person who dislikes my number one movie it is such a great movie for all around reasons but anyways let's get back you know the reason why Back to the Future doesn't reach that number one status because there's there's a few issues I have with this movie but we'll get into it so Back to the Future was released back in July 3rd of 1985. I remember my mom renting on Betamax Back to the Future because it was the one movie I didn't see in the theaters. But my mom did end up renting it for us. It was uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. I, I honestly... This isn't his masterpiece. His masterpiece is Who Frame Roger Rabbit. But, for, you know, and I, you'll probably disagree with that, but I honestly, when we talk about Who Frame Roger Rabbit, I'll tell you why that has to be Robert Zemeckis' huge masterpiece. It's also written by Bob Gale with Robert Zemeckis. And the music is done by Al- Alan Silverster. I, I know I, I butchered his last name, but what's cool about this guy, he does really awesome scores. I know, Renata, you say you actually have the soundtrack to Back to. To the future, right? Yes, I do, and it's a great soundtrack, just like freaking. Um, he also did the soundtrack for Who, Tra- Who Frame Roger Rabbit. If you listen to both back to back, they almost sound very similar. But I like that 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 Robert Zemeckis tends to use this guy to, to you know, you know, produce his music. So, originally, you guys know the story of Back to the Future, the plot, you know, young boy is for some reason friends with some old man doc. I mean, if you think about Renata, imagine you're a mother and you find out your son, who's in high school, is friends with the 50-year-old man. (laughs) And is hanging out with him at two in the morning. I would be like, "What the hell is going on here?"
1: <laughs> but, but you know, what, back in the day, it probably wasn't a big deal. Nowadays, it's probably like, "What the hell's going on? Why are you hanging out with a fifty-year-old man?" Like, <laughs> I mean, like back in the day, it wasn't such an issue where you know, molestation was big. So <laughs> no, I,
0: it, I- it existed. It's just because of the internet, it's way out there now, and it's much easier for them to pull it off because they could. Get kids and stuff but it existed back when don't kids you, were being don't kidnapped you, wish
1: you you were best friends with a doctor like 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 a like a mad scientist i would i'd be over his every day I'd be like doc what's the new invention doc what's going on like i i would be obsessed yeah,
0: i have no issues with being fa- friends with the freaking doc i just find it funny that no like did no one ever questioned that like see that's the thing
1: the the teacher did the principal did
0: yeah, he's like, you're a slacker. <laughs> yeah. But he calls him a slacker because he's like, you're spending all your time with that nutball. You know, I can't remember the, the exact em- line.
1: Emmett Brown next line.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, yeah, em- em- Dr. Emmett em- em- Brown, Doc Brown. And the thing is about that, I wish, I wish there would be a little bit of story of how Marty met Doc Brown. Like, how did they even become friends? That's the one thing you never find out in this whole entire movie. Now, is it in the script? I don't know but if if i want to go back to um, to read some some stuff uh really quickly if we go to um if you, one of my favorite websites, um, is called crack.com and you could go and, uh, there's this article talking about seven early, terrible early virgin, virgins, virgins, <laughs> versions of great movies. And in the original script, cause you could also read about that, one of the early drafts is, uh, I believe it, it, um, the time machine wasn't a DeLorean, it was, uh, a freaking, um, a refrigerator but they were afraid that kids would want to get into refrigerators and die, so they ended up taking that away.
1: I actually thought it was pretty clever. Like, you know, getting the most popular vehicle in the 1980s, the most hottest car, and making it into a time travel machine. Classic.
0: Yeah, and and also, too, like, I, I believe it's, like, and in, the, in the original version of Marty's return trip to 1980s involving sneaking into a nuclear testing facility to use the force of a nuclear bomb to power the time machine, that would have kicked a whole lot of ass in our opinion. Oh, that was quoted on their end. So, yeah, so so there's a there's a lot of stuff there like that I know there's like a weird like whole early script you know I mean it was like a darker version I'm not gonna read you you could go find this but a lot of other stuff is just like you could do a lot of research reading about an IMDB um, but I, I don't want to give you facts or anything I want to tell you why I love Back to the Future now Renata you've told me you love Back to the Future correct <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's one. It's probably one. My fave one of my favorite movies. Probably my number two. If you want to know my number two, Back okay. To the
0: well, I don't. I, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously I'm going to be talking a lot, but le, uh, let's hear your voice for right now. Tell us why you love Back to the Future. What about? What is it about Back to the Future? What? Where do you stand on Back to the Future? Like, what? You said it's your like number two, basically. You know, right behind Breakfast Club. You know, and already you have two '80s movies as your top films. So tell us. <laughs>
1: because it just has so it has a great storyline like an unbelievable storyline and i remember watching it when i was a kid and it just it kept you interested when you're a kid you know you like you know it's hard for a child to be really intrigued into a movie because there has to be some type of you know like plot or some type of action that makes them like jump off their seats and with me back to the future is the type of movie like i want to know what's going on it was like mystery meets action meets love story meets high school life it was a mixture of every type of genre yeah and it, it reminded you of like a of a dream in a sense like with the music in the background like and and just like very how do I put it like it was, it was it was I mean it was just very very just awesome it was it was just all over the place meaning in a good way it was just like there were so many things going on
2: mm-hmm.
1: and all the characters were very like they showed their true, like they over exaggerated their emotions like the type of people like you know just who they were and um, I'm a hopeless romantic so it was nice to see the ending so I like that so I, I gotta be honest with you. I really, I just, it's one of my favorite movies. It makes me laugh, and you catch different things every time you watch it. So it's cool.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's true. Awesome. Well, I, I mean, I love why you love it. I mean, that's the thing. Like we, we want to get into our films of why we love it. You know, I don't want to give you a lot of. I mean, we'll throw out info here and there. But uh, you know, obviously, if you love Back to the you probably know that. For those of you who don't, um, uh. But anyways, my love, why I love Back to the Future? It's just like you said, it, it is it is a great story. Like the idea behind it comes off like, you know, it, he a, a young a young kid is friends with the Doc, and he ends up using his machine just to get away from a bunch of Libyan ter- terrorists, and he ends up traveling back in time to you know freaking what was it, November fifth, nineteen fifty five. He travels back the day Doc Brown bumped his head on the sink and developed the flux capacitor the thing that makes time travel possible and at that point when he when he ends up traveling back he ends up rubbing into his parents and he causes a whole freaking the space-time continuum, F's everything up and now he has to be able to get his parents back together, you know because at the dance, they gotta dance and if they don't if they don't play the song, then they don't dance and if they don't dance, they don't kiss and if they don't kiss, and I, you know <laughs> I mean, it's it all <laughs> me. yeah, and and, and and it's awesome because it's like you have this whole there's so much suspense, I mean even the scene when, at the end when he, like that's one of the best climaxes scenes in a movie where all he's trying to do is get back in time and you see Doc, the the cord gets disconnected, Doc is hanging, and at the same time, Marty is trying to start the freaking car, but if you notice, one thing, a huge, huge, huge freaking plot hole, he says, Doc says, right when the alarm goes off, you go, you take off. And what happens? Alarm goes off, car won't start. Marty, car won't start. So imagine, imagine if his car actually started the moment the alarm went off. He would he would have missed it. He would have missed this point. He would have he would have been ahead too much uh, uh, in speed, so that by the time the lightning strike, he would have missed it and he would have never. So it was good that his car stalled. Everything happens for a reason, and that was the reason why that car stalled because the timing was off. He, the car needed to stall in order for him to have enough time to get that car to turn right back on and travel back in time. But that whole scene is just awesome. There's a lot of comedy. You know, like I said, there's suspense. There's no horror in it. It's not a horror movie. There's, <laughs> there's, you know, there is drama. You know, he talks about his family and but it's a great freaking movie you know and it could have been a way different movie originally it was Kat, Eric Stoltz was playing the role of Marty McFly but they felt like he was just too serious too much of a like his acting was just it was like whoa it's like all right we need to dial it back we need more comic cuz he was playing it very like just serious like you know and they ended up changing roles at that point and what happened was They brought in, you know, freaking uh, Michael J. Fox. And I remember if you go to Universal Studio Hollywood, if you ever get like a VIP thing of it like there's this letter where they, they saying like we're going to use Michael J. Fox I know he has a schedule with s- silver I mean a silver spoons um, uh, family ties but we're going to use him for a certain amount of weeks so yeah so he was balancing both but it was a great decision because that movie just made me fall in love with the DeLorean man I, I that's my dream car I, I, I know one day I swear to God one day I'm going to have that freaking car I'm going to have the DeLorean I've written in one you know but I'm going to have a DeLorean man but yeah back to the future just a great movie but just like every movie they have their flaws you know and you know what those flaws are I, I, we've talked about this before but <laughs> the flaws one of the things is like they really just skipped the fact that Biff Tannen was gonna rape Lorraine McFly, <laughs> until freaking here comes George McFly and <laughs> says, "Hey you, get your damn hands off her!" <laughs> and then that's what happens. Door opens. And he's like, "I think you got the wrong car, McFly." He's like, "Just step back or whatever," you know. And then that's when he's like, "No, Biff, get your damn hands off her!" And then he's like, he's <laughs> "That's one of my
1: McFly. favorite lines in the entire movie." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he gets up, you know, and he punches him, right? But what happens when he was there? He, even he was all fondling. Her, who knows what he touched, you know, and and at the at the end of the freaking movie, wh- what do they do, you know, when 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 uh when they see Biff, when he tells me like what happened to the car, it's like it got cracked, you know, it's got total. Like when the hell did this happen? Why am I the last to know? He's like, calm down, calm down. There's a perfect, <laughs> reasonable explanation for this. They look out, see the car. Biff is waxing it right now. He's like, and then he's like, oh, I'm just starting the second coat right now. He's like, now, hey, Biff, oh God. <laughs> or all right, all right, all right. I'm you know, I just finished. First, you know, whatever. He's like, ah, that Biff, such a character. And what like, do they
1: welcome back in the house? Like, he's just like, he's just like a friendly neighborhood friend from high school. Exactly.
0: And what do they do? They they thank him. They say, if it wasn't for Biff, we would have never fallen in love. So you're basically saying, if it wasn't for Biff trying to rape you, we wouldn't have gotten together. Like, really? Like, this guy. He he tried to rape. And what do they do? They and, and they end up going to dance instead of being like let's get the cops this guy just just freaking sexually assaulted you he's like let's go dance in the you know in the freaking what is it the uh-
1: harassed her many times I'm surprised that like she didn't say anything before especially like in the lunchroom like that would that sexual harassment man yeah like come on like I mean I don't know maybe like I don't know why was she so terrified I mean I don't understand like what was his obsession with Lorraine McFly not Lorraine McFly Lorraine Baines like I really want to know what was his so obsession with her They don't. They need to get into that story too. Well,
0: his obsession with her was he was. uh, Remember, he it was sexually because he was peeping on her. Remember that
1: not when was he
0: doing that hey, remember he was on the tree are you talking about George McFly oh you're talking about uh, Biff.
2: Biff yeah
0: my bad well because in the time maybe she was like you know he was like this is, here's the good girl I want to you know corrupt her I mean you know and that's probably why he had that obsession with her and
1: he wasn't too good she was doing things in the car with her son. Like, oh, I know. Smoking. She was drinking. She was like, she wanted to do bad things in the car. I mean, like, and, and you know, the son's just like, Mom. Like, he doesn't want to say Mom, but, like, he's just literally, like, wants to throw up. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then she's, up. like, drinking, and she's like, what the hell? And it's funny, because in earlier in the movie, when she's, like, the one thing when you could always catch little things earlier in the movie, she's like, I don't like that Jennifer, uh, you know, he's like I would never sit in a car with boy or no, she tells it to the daughter, right, and she's like I, you'd never catch me sitting in a car with boys, you know, this and that, and she ends up doing that, sitting in a car, drinking with a boy, like, she was bad herself and that's why he's, like, shocked by it you know, but, uh, again, like you know, George McFly comes and saves the day, and then they go to, where, they end up dancing at the Chapman of the Sea dance you know, yeah. and, and what happens, they end up dancing to one of the greatest songs, you know, freaking earth angel remember he's like, e- he's like you're not for all you ladies and they're all dancing and then some stupid guy comes he's like get out of here George i will gonna take your girls I'll start dancing and all this
1: that, like, that was so like why do they have to add that I was. Like, yeah
0: and then he like pushes them he's like get out of here and he pushes them and,
1: dude that kid was a geek himself like I don't understand I what know. was this. I was like why like she didn't even like I don't know why she sat there and took it like why is she sitting there dancing she could went like backed off herself like why did she have to wait for George fly to like, you know. What
0: does she do? She's like, George! George! And then that's when Marty's like disappearing and he's looking at his cheap visual effects hand going, oh, god my hand's falling come on george what are you doing and he's like that you know the marvin berry and the starlighters they're like hey boy you're right and he's like <laughs> i can't play i can't play and there's george he's like come on and then george out of nowhere he pushes him. what did he do crazy. yeah he and gets her
1: straight down and you don't see that guy anywhere you don't see him getting up you don't see him trying to punch like you know george in the face it's like all right
0: yeah, and then he ends up getting her, and they end up kissing, and then he pops up, Earth Angel! Earth Angel! And then, 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 and then, what happens? The freaking, when, when, when they ask him, he's like, hey, come on, play another one, he's like, nah, I gotta go guys. He's like, come on. He's like, alright, he's like, this is an oldie from where I'm from. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then what does he end up playing? You know, freaking Johnny be good? And then that's when, like, now he's popular, like, hey George, you ever think about running for class president? Like, it's so <laughs> stupid just cause he punched someone, like now he's popular, like he's all cool and they're all dancing and that scene was cool, man, I just, you know my favorite part, for those of you who know Chuck Berry, you know, Chuck Berry is the guy who actually wrote you know, Johnny would be good, he, he was like a king of guitar back in the day but it's funny for that, for those of you that not know that.
1: Chuck was from Philadelphia Oh, he
0: was? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome, and Chuck Berry, freaking like, I like that scene, cause he, you know his it's his, his cousin, he calls to the phone, he's like, you got it, yeah, you got it here this come on it's the newest thing he's like it's your cousin marvin barry you know and then right there he's calling chuck Barry. he's like you gotta hear this you know
1: he's like yo chuck it's your cousin your cousin marvin barry you know that new sound you've been looking for well listen to this and i like it's like crazy but like i think the funniest character in that entire movie and my mom can agree on this too is george mcfly
0: yeah george let me McFly. guess you think he's cute right
1: he has that adorable side to him, but yes, I think he's adorable and everything, but I mean, that just some of the stuff that he says. Like, in the beginning, she's like, what was that, George? Bird watching. He's like, what, Lorraine? What? <laughs> he gets up and he's like...
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true, because he gets all scared, because like, he's like, what were you doing anyways, George?
1: <laughs> and, then, and then the legs, like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Just like, and then the two other things that I like about with him, he's like, where like he's doing laundry and then he's just says, and, and Marty McFly is like explaining the whole scenario where he's has to like, you know, mess around with his mother just to save the day. He's like, you know, George, you know, girls are gonna get hostile when guys try to take advantage of them. Oh, you mean you're gonna touch her on the yeah. <laughs> like, with the rising? He's like, no, no. And then like I love when he says, um when he goes to go into the ca- go into the cafe oh, to okay. talk to Lorraine, and he was like, you know, whatever, George, just whatever comes around. He's like, nothing's coming to my mind. Jesus, George, I was wondering how I was even born. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing.
0: He's <laughs> like, I'm I, I'm your density. What? I, I mean, I'm your destiny. And, and then
1: it's adorable. I would go. I would be like, you're so adorable. Like, forgot. I would just like just hug go and be like, oh my
0: God. Let like- me fly. I thought I told you never come in here, and it's like, ah, oh, ruined it. Damn it.
1: Like, you uh, just say him, like, when I have to save his life because he's a dork. You know, like, my father is a dork, you know. And it's hard to say that.
0: <laughs> and and no. that's when he tells him the curse. So he's like, hey, you get your Dan hands." He's like, you think I should curse that? Like, yes, damn it, George, curse. <laughs> I love it. He's a great, it's a great curse. <laughs>
1: um, yes, god damn it, George, swear.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know those lines right there perfectly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the one thing. Look at us, how much we just talking about a, a character. And it's a whole array of all these characters. I love Biff, how he's a moron. You know, he's like, it was like, you know, yo, make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> but I think that was from the next film, though. I don't think he did that in the first film. Yeah, he didn't do that. In the, he, he
1: did in the first film? He's like, ah, he grabs him by the collar at the the lunchroom. He's like, I'm gonna cut you a break. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. A tree. Get out of here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody throws a paper plane the Strickling, and uh, uh, that, uh, you and know, kept- what, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? That's why what am I I don't know why. It has nothing to do really with the movie. That's my favorite scene for some reason. I always laugh because you see Strickland right there and then a paper plane by and you hear someone go <laughs> Yeah, that's all you hear.
1: It makes more too, all the time. Like, my like, mom's like, Why are you laughing? I was like, Because the part is so random and it's great. And then he all hears the random, like, see, back up. Uh-uh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you,
1: know? you just see this the, the shot of, like, the empty seat where George Savage hears. Uh-uh. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh
1: my god, there's so many, like, awesome, awesome things in that movie.
0: Yeah. The one. All right, here's another thing that I never understood that they never answered. Okay. Marty McFly is trying to warn Doc. He's like, "The night I go back, you know, to you know, 1985. That I mean, 85. Yeah, I said okay. The time I go back, you know, there's gonna be the Libyan terrorists, whatever, and they're gonna attack you. So he's trying to warn him, right? (laughs) Excuse me, sorry. And then what happens? Freaking, he um. He uh Christ Christ, what, what was I thinking? Oh, okay, okay. When he tries to warn him, Doc's like what is this? You uh, know, I'm not supposed to know my food and he rips the he rips the letter, right? Yeah. Well at the end, when when Marty's with him, he's like, How did you know? And then and that's when freaking he shows him the letter. He ripped the letter. How the hell did he have the letter? I don't know. He, I don't
1: get it. he, I, he must have stuffed it in his pocket because he didn't throw it away. He probably like went and put it back in his pocket,
2: mm. but
1: I don't. I don't like how he says. You know why well, I figured what the hell? Like why all of a sudden was it what the hell? Like what made you? Like did you have a few drinks one night, Doc, and you just were like, oh, let's see what's going on here? Mm. You know. I mean, honestly, if I knew something terrible was going to happen in my future, I would want to know about it. You know, I would want to survive this and that. You know. Yeah. But what I want to know is why. Like, in the end, like, where he randomly comes up with the DeLorean and he says, Marty, you have to come back I and mean, be back to the future. What made him go... What made him figure out, like, like why did he, like... Because he said he was going to go to different places in the future and the past and this and that. Yeah. Made him go back to Hill Valley in the year 2000... Was it, 2015? Yeah. Which is next year, which is pretty cool. Seriously. And, uh, and, like, you know, all of a sudden, like, just... There's so much... Crap and and drama revolving around Marty's family, like like you know, it was just random. Yeah. I mean, I know,
0: oh, and go on. Sorry.
1: I, I know. I'm saying I know it was a random part, but I mean, like,
0: why? Well, here's the thing: if he knows about the future, why travel to the future? Just be like, you know what? Just on this day, tell your son, don't do that. Okay that's it <laughs> you know like all right hey uh one day your kids because that's what it is he's like he's like what is it we'll become a bunch of assholes or something and he's like oh, no, no, no 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 marty it's your kids something's got to be done about your kids and then they go travel back he's like hey ro- hey doc you're gonna have to pull back if you're gonna want to go up to 88 miles per hour and he's like roads where we're going we don't need roads and the best part the car lifts up you know flies forward and what does it go boom you know and it disappears and then you hear the freaking bang dent, dent. You know, so you hear, oh, I played the wrong freaking song. But you know what I'm playing, people. (laughs) There you go. There we go. Boom. All right. Anyways, so yeah, but the one thing is, why do they need to go to the future in order to stop something that hasn't happened? They could easily prevent it without having to travel to the future. You know, that's all it is. It's like they could have easily just been like, don't let your kid go to school or whatever. Or he could have played himself, you know, as his father, since he looks like his father, just older, put some prosthetics and be like, hey, son, you're not going anywhere today. You know? I don't know. It was kind of dumb. Like, there was no... There is no reason for the future, but anyways, go on.
1: No, you're totally right. But the one thing I actually, I just figured it out, and I've always questioned this. You know, when he's sitting in the car and he's about to, he's about to get ready to go and go back to like 1985. He says, "Wait, I got a time machine. I can just go back and warm. Ten minutes ought to do it." Ten minutes? You're in the friggin' of the middle of the mall is on the opposite side. Yeah. Of Hill Valley. Ten minutes? And you might want to make it a good two to three hours. Exactly. Like, I mean,
0: like- why ten minutes? That was so stupid. He cut it close, and that's why he got there so late.
1: Ten minutes ought to do it. Going
0: to, yeah, what a bastard! And you know, here's a little cool tr- uh, tidbit trivia. Um, even though every time I always say I'm from Los Angeles, I'm actually I currently live in a city called West Covina, California, in the San Gabriel Valley. Well, close by is this mall called the Puente Hills Mall in the City of Industry. Right there is where they filmed. That whole scene of Back to the Future that our mall is famous for it because that's the mall they use it so it's it's close by so so that's I just want to share that with our fans so that's the one thing I have Back to the Future you want to know where my love stands with Back to the Future I have the poster prints up on my wall I have I bought four Lego Back to the Future toys the reason why I bought four one I'm leaving unopened and I bought three so I could build each model of the year I have a, I have a DeLorean I I am constantly Daydreaming like one day of having my Delorean. It's my dream car. Like literally, that's my dream car. Everyone else is like, "Oh, my dream car is like a Mustang GT." Blah blah blah. All this and that, whatever. A Bentley, so on and so forth. Mine is like a Delorean. I want a Delorean. You know,
1: same you. Like my my car that I want is from Greece. I want. I want the pink 1950s car like the pink ladies have, and I want to drive it. Oh, right on. Yeah, so we continue. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I don't have, like, an updated car I want. I want an old-fashioned car.
0: Awesome. Well, we have a little time, so y- you guys are probably thinking, like, where do I stand on the trilogy of Back to the Future Part 2 and 3? Obviously, we can, you know, have an episode devoted to Back to the Future 2 and 3 on um, they're each because we want to focus on movies. But just for the episode, for the sake of, like, you know, uh, adding, you know, some, some material to the whole Back to the Future talk... This is where I stand on my movies. Back to the Future 1 obviously because it's the first film, but right literally right there where sometimes I feel it could it could pass it up but it's just right below it is Back to the Future 3 and I think Back to the Future 2 is the worst of the three.
1: It just I think it's too dark. It's what? I, it's it's too it's dark. I feel like it's I mean I know like You have to somewhat put a dark... just type of feel to the movie but I feel like it was just so concentrated on bits like it, it was unnecessary part two right yeah part two I mean don't get me wrong it, it was it was, it was, was cool I mean like I like the whole futuristic park and like you know but as soon as it started getting to like back to 1985 but the new 1985 yeah. you know uh, it, it kind of like freaked me out I was like why all of a sudden did it go so bad why how did it get so bad to this you know what I mean and
0: well you don't I'm, understand that
1: I oh, no, no I understand it cuz like you know Biff had so much money that he controlled Yeah, he ble- created controlled- an
0: alternate timeline.
1: Yeah. But like it was it was just very like I don't I was just too dark. My
0: issues with part 2 is that they relied too much on rehashing old material. Yeah, they had a hoverboard chase scene, but they they basically reshot the chasing from the first film, you know? It's like okay, what was the point of that? Also too A lot of the stuff from the first film, again, Marty just happened to be there, and you see all the footage. So it was kind of like part 1 adding an extra character in the background that's all it really was that's why i didn't feel it was so original because it's like all they're doing is taking everything from the first film and including it in the second film that's why i love part 3 because it's such a different movie it part 3 that takes place in the old west like they don't you know they don't rehash anything there is no chase scene like around the the town square you know like there's so much and actually i just want to throw this cool little tidbit that Uh, Michael J. Fox, that scene where he's being hung, you know, and Doc saves him, that that scene, he's literally choking. He almost died doing that scene. There is an issue where he's actually, is truly choking in that scene. So when you watch that scene, just know that he almost died because that Scene is real. He's literally choking to well, death.
1: Did, well, why? They had no like. I the, think there
0: is an error. They messed up on something. I cannot. I'm
1: surprised you didn't sue. Like, did he? Did he freak
0: out? I don't, I don't think so. I think he figured like, hey, you know, it's uh, it works for the scene. I guess maybe. He, I think he got mad at the guy, like after you or something. I can't remember where the hell they, I heard this story, but I know it's by a credible source. It may have been by by Christopher Lloyd on an on a. Uh, he was a guest on another podcast. I think. I think that's i heard it but i could be wrong um but yeah so, so there's you know that's uh let me see where we're at on time all right perfect yeah so there you go ladies and gentlemen that's our talk of back to the future the movie part one uh sometime down the road we'll be getting into part two and three um we'll give them their own you know you know i mean we could easily do part two right now it sucks okay the end <laughs> so yeah so Hey everyone, Sanch here. Okay, when we did that episode originally, there was no song of the week. I haven't even come up with the idea because it was barely our, epi- our third episode. Uh, it wasn't until later that I did a song of the week. So you know what, I'm going to give you a song of the week this time. Uh, for this episode. So this is the, the whole new part of the episode. So at least there's something somewhat new in this episode. And since we talked about my favorite 80s movie of all time, I thought, you know what? This is the perfect movie to, I mean, well, perfect episode to give you my favorite 80s song of all time. So today the song comes from Tintin and the song is called Kiss Me. This song, I just love this song, but this honestly has to be my favorite Midnight Song. Um and what I mean by that is that it's that song like the just the way the music is the melody the the, the it, I don't know it it almost comes off very melodic at times and and I mean I you know let me explain because it's like when you're there was a time frame where and it would be you know for for any situation but for me there is this whole time frame where i would be getting out of work late so it would be around 2 30 in the morning i'd be driving home and i'd put on certain songs and then you know the road's empty there's it's just like no one's really out in the world everybody's sleeping and then certain songs like i'd be playing you know at the time it was like cds and then it came to my ipod you know and and certain songs would pop on and and it would just fit that mood just right like the just that midnight feel that late hour music and this was one of those songs there's something about this music that like the way the synths come on and 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 the beats it's just like it fits perfectly for that mood and especially those times when I started going like clubbing going to those like industrial goth clubs and 80s clubs you know and coming home you know afterwards and then you know even at, at times like or being on a date or when I was with like you know my ex-wife and stuff like that and just coming home from an event or just going out like doing a midnight adventure where you're like you know you're up late you know you're in, you have insomnia or something and you're like oh, let's go get something to eat, and you drive out miles away just to go somewhere and then you just play this song and there's a bunch of other songs that I have but this is like that one song this is why i love this song so much you know this song was released in 1982 and there's there's two versions there's like this radio edit and then there's like the long like seven minute uh version um still debating on which one i'll give you um not really sure i'll probably give you the shorter version um but yeah but this song uh for me it was it was it was such a a huge just i don't know i love this song and and what's cool that i even love the cool little robbie williams you know uh cover that he did it it still sounds good um but yeah like this this uh this song it's it's such a It's such a great song. Yeah. Like I said, it was released in 82, but then again, it was released in 85. Um, So so it was like two... This is a freaking separate versions. But, but yeah, like, uh, again, I'm telling you, like, aside from all, like, the, the info I can give you, like, oh, you know, it reached these charts and such and such and so on and so forth. Um, for me, I'm, I'm giving you the reasons actually why I love this song. So, yeah, so hopefully you guys dig it and, you know, make sure, you know, follow our podcast and check us out. And we'll be coming back with an episode soon. I'm hoping, um, actually, you know, I haven't even told anybody this because we haven't recorded. But the reason why we haven't recorded is that... That the speaker that I use, that when I when when I'm skyping with both Max and Renata, broke. So the audio sounds terrible whenever Renata or Max uh, Skype in, and it sucks because they li- they both live far. Max obviously lives closer, but our schedule, so it makes it hard for us to travel back and forth and with traffic, and it's just, it's so hard just to go record for about an hour or two. And with Renata, of course, she's out of state, so that's why we haven't been able to record. So I know Max is going to do a solo episode i'm gonna do a solo episode and i'm trying to get renata to do a solo episode but she's gone for the whole week in disneyland so so yeah so that's why we haven't recorded anything but i figure you know what we'll give you a back to the future special 30th anniversary episode so there you go that's why we're not on we haven't posted anything new since we did big well me and max uh did big but yeah uh hopefully we come back me and renata we want to do streets of fire um i finally watched it so i want to talk about it with her but time has passed it i feel like i'm gonna have to rewatch it again because i've only seen it once and that was that time and we were supposed to talk about it like literally the next day but um i'm probably gonna, just gonna rewatch it again and we could talk about it but anyways all right so there you have it ladies and gentlemen hopefully you enjoyed our nice little you know tribute look back uh to uh the film back to the future but i think it's time we get into that delorean and travel back to the future